This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Arlen Field on an absolutely perfect football night and just in time for week 11, otherwise known as the first week of the high school football playoffs in the state of Ohio. And we've got a good one for you and a rematch of a game that took place five weeks ago between your visiting Lexington Minutemen and the home Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tigers. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Excited uh, for yet another Lexington football playoff game. This is our uh, third playoff game since we started covering the Minutemen. And the second time we've been privileged enough to be able to come to Arlen Field for a playoff game. There's nothing like it. Of course, uh, any of you that have lived in the area for any amount of time, you know how uh, historical this place is and just how cool it is to watch a game here. And, of course, in a few weeks, they'll be playing regional matchups here from different divisions. And uh, one of the bigger high school football-specific stadiums in the state. In fact, I think it's the second or third biggest in the state behind Maslin and maybe one other one out of Columbus. Uh, but Arlen Field, definitely a special place to play a game and watch a game. And the temperature tonight is absolutely perfect. It's going to be about 60 degrees all night. And uh, the sky is cloudy. Looks like it's threatening rain, but I don't actually think it's going to rain. So, uh, But the wind might be a factor tonight. That wind is kind of whipping from uh, south to north, actually. It's kind of going in an odd direction tonight. But that might be a factor. But otherwise, a perfect night for football. And we are very excited for playoff action. The Mansfield Senior Tigers come in 8-2 and two overall. They finished the regular season 7-0 in the OCC and won the conference outright. The Minutemen come in tonight with a 5-5 record, their first time they've had at least a 500 record since 2018, and they finished the uh, season in the OCC with a record of 4-3, the first time with a winning record in some time as well. So Minutemen coming off of a big win last week, a, a game they had to win to get, to get here. Uh, they beat the Ashland Arrows. And Ashland, funny enough, Lexington got into the playoffs as a 13 seed. And then after beating Ashland last week, the Arrows got in as the 14 seed right behind Lexington. So Lexington kind of shot from being out of the playoff picture way up to the 13 seed. Ashland only fell a spot or two to the 14 seed. Uh, Senior High actually moved up as well last week after beating Madison 34 to nothing to wrap up their season. And they are the four seed in Division Three, Region 10. So uh, should be a good one tonight. When these two teams played five weeks ago over at Lexington, Senior High kind of came out right away and punched Lexington in the mouth. They were up 21 to nothing three minutes into the game. But after that point, the Minutemen kind of played the Tigers evenly, and, and the rest of the game was fairly even. Unfortunately, though, that fast start uh, helped the Tigers win easily that night, 37 to 10. But tonight, you got a kind of a different feel uh, for this game. I, I think the Minutemen at that point in the season, the moment was just a little bit too big for them. Now, you know, they're kind of coming in playing with house money. They've already achieved a lot of things they wanted to do this year. And I think they have every right to just come out here and play freely and just give Mansfield their best shot. And senior high, you know, I don't ever want to say that senior high, especially coached by Chokey Bradley for so long, they're never going to come in nervous for a game or anything like that. But if there is a side tonight that kind of has a little more to play for and has maybe a little more of a reason to be nervous, I think it is Mansfield Senior. I think uh, Lexington 
like I said, they, they've, they've achieved their goals for the season. Anything they do from here on out is just icing on the top. And senior high, you always know they've got bigger goals. And anybody standing in their way, um, you know, they want to take them down. But knowing that they just beat Lexington by 27 five weeks ago, you never want to say – I don't ever think Mansfield Senior takes anyone lightly, but that could be a recipe tonight for the Minutemen to get an upset, if you will. I'm not saying it will happen, but certainly tonight if there are nerves, it's going to be, I think, on the home side. So we'll see what Derek Lazier thinks about that in just a moment. We'll take a break. We'll get you set up for some uh, – there's a lot of stuff going on around the area tonight, and especially a lot of small schools making a dent uh, this year across uh, – the OHSAA playoff landscape right here in North Central Ohio. So a very busy night around the area. We'll get you a quick uh, overview of that, and we'll get you set up for tonight's game between the Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tigers and your Lexington Minutemen right here at Arlen Field, Week 11 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. 
And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Arlen Field, getting set for playoff action between the Minutemen and the Mansfield Senior Tigers. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. And we are just about, well, just a little over five minutes away from kickoff. And before we get to Derek, let's get you a quick overview of what's going on around the area tonight. Uh, obviously, we're in the playoffs now, but I'll at least go through the games by conference. Not that that matters, but that's just a little more of an organized way to give you uh, what's going on tonight. Uh, OCC teams tonight, five out of eight OCC teams made it into the playoffs. The only three that did not, Madison, Mount Vernon, and Worcester. Uh, but Ashland tonight is going to head up to Tiffin Columbia, and that'll be a tough one for the Arrows. But, hey, they're in the big dance, and, uh, you know, they're going to go up there and give it their best shot. Of course, you've got Lexington and Mansfield right here, so that's two of the OCC teams. And then the other two conference teams that made it in, West Holmes will host Bryan. Uh, of course, one of those Western Ohio teams. And then New Philadelphia will head to, up to Ursuline High School to take on the Fighting Irish. Uh, over in the, the MOAC teams, Galleon will host Firelands. Ontario will host Lutheran West. Eastwood will go to Marion Pleasant. River Valley snuck in. They'll go to Van Wert. Cleveland Central Catholic will come all the way down here to take the three, take on the three-seed Shelby Whippets, and Highland will go to Liberty Benton. So <laughs> pretty much everybody in the MOAC made it in. I think only one team didn't. Northern 10 teams, uh, Crestview will head to Cary. Seneca East will play Crawford. They're, of course, both in the Northern 10. And Winford, uh, Winford will head out to Tenora. Uh, a couple of Fireland schools made it in. Of course, I just told you Crestview will go to Cary. Mapleton will go to Columbia. Monroeville will head all the way out to Springfield. St. Paul will take on Toronto. And Black River will head to Western Reserve tonight. A couple of KMAC teams in it as well. Danville looking to make a big run. They're the number one seed in their uh, region. Uh, Martins Ferry will head to East Knox. Fredericktown will go up to Archibald. And Colgrove will come to Northmore. And then Lucas will go to Hillsdale, a rematch of an earlier game in the season. Hillsdale beat Lucas earlier. Trimble will go to Elgin, and Triway will head to Harrison Central. And we are set for the national anthem.
And the Tiger marching band with their rendition of the national anthem tonight. A good job by them. And we are just about set for football, just a little over two minutes away. And I promise we'll get to Derek right after I give you uniforms tonight. Brought to you by BP Electric of Ohio. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Your Minutemen tonight are going to go with those white helmets. They've got the player numbers on the left side, the Vintage Minuteman logo on the right side. They'll go with the white jerseys tonight, purple letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim, and they'll go with the gold pants tonight with a purple stripe down the side. So white helmets, white jerseys, gold pants for the Minutemen. The Senior High TY Tiger is going to go all orange tonight. They'll go the orange helmets with the Tiger paws on each side, a little bit of white and brown trim. They'll have the uh, orange jerseys with the brown letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim there as well. And then the orange pants with brown and white stripes down the side. So white and gold versus the all orange tonight here at Mansfield Senior. And Derek, of course, you saw every Lexington game this year. And you saw these guys up close because it was a home game. You were down on the sideline five weeks ago. What do the Minutemen have to do tonight to get out of here and move on to the second round? All right, so we've already kind of talked about the previous games and how both teams are playing. You already said that Lex is kind of playing with house money. I totally agree. And I had a couple fans from Mansfield actually talk to me, and they said, look, you guys are playing good football at the right time. So, yeah, we're playing good football coming in. Um, we're probably the healthiest we've been all year, yep. ironically, at the end. So we're going to have everybody available um, that's been playing this whole year. So that's a good thing. But I think it's – Starts and stops with uh, the quarterback. I think Caudell's got to have a good game. I think he's got to run when he needs to. Don't force the ball. He's been really good the last couple games of making mm -hmm. good decisions, even as a sophomore throwing the ball out of bounds. And, of course, I think you got to get the running game going. That's our strength. If we can run the ball, including Caudell, and keep that high-octane offense of senior high off the field, I think we got a shot. Yeah, and you mentioned injuries. This is pretty much the healthiest the Minutemen have been. In fact, I think the only person this year that's played any significant amount of minutes that's out tonight is Keegan West, but he's been out the last few weeks. And although you do miss the kid, I mean, he had a great first half to the season. At least he plays a position at the wide receiver slot and the cornerback slot where the Minutemen do have some depth. So they do miss him. But at least that's one position where they have other kids that can step up. And uh, thankfully for the Minutemen, they've got a ton of depth at the skill positions. So the Minutemen will kick off to start tonight's game. They're going to kick it right to left as we see it, or west to east. And Will Perkins tonight is going to put this thing right in the middle of the field to kick it off. The kicker can choose if he wants it on the near hash, the far hash, or right in the middle. And earlier we mentioned the wind tonight, and the wind has already knocked the ball off the tee as Will Perkins was marking off his steps. So definitely going to be a factor. And the way Arlen Field is kind of shaped and set up here, the wind is blowing right into here like a wind tunnel. So here we go. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. FearTheVillage.com. Playoff action from Arlen Field. The 8-2 Senior High Tigers. The 5-5 five five Lexington Minutemen. 14, or excuse me, the 4 versus the 11. And the kickoff is a squib. And it's going to be jumped on and downed immediately by Nye Petty at the 36-yard line. And that's where Mansfield Senior will take over their own 36. So the Tigers will bring on Duke Reese, the senior 6'4", 205 quarterback who has run the program for the last three years for the Tigers. And they'll set up 
As always, with all those wide receivers on the field, Amar Davis, the star, who's pretty much got every receiving record here at Senior High, will play tonight, at least to start. There was some uh, speculation due to an ankle injury whether or not he would play tonight. He is out there. Two wide to each side, and they're going to throw on first down, and they hit Amar, and Amar Davis immediately is going to get right down here in front of us to the 44 and a first down on the first play of the game. And that is already more yards than Amar had the first time these two teams matched up. What I like is Seven Allen kind of broke down, didn't miss the tackle because if he missed the tackle, it's six. So great job breaking down. Yes, he did give up the first down, but good position defensively. First and 10, Tigers already up to their own 46-yard line. Duke Reese in the pistol. He's got two wide to the left, but he, well, he is going to throw after a play action. Now he's going to have to roll out. He's running down the far sideline. Joey Cardell got him, and he tripped him into the sideline. It's going to be a loss of two back at the 44. Great pursuit by Joey there. Yeah, last game, we didn't do that. We didn't pursue well, so they kind of put a spy on him with Joey, and like you said, tripped him up, or that would have been big yards. Yep, at this point already last time these two teams met, Duke Reese had already run all over the Minutemen for two right. touchdowns. I mean, within a minute of the game starting, senior high was up 14 to nothing. So here we go, second and 12. Second and 13, actually, we'll call it. Duke Reese in the shotgun this time, one each way. He's going to take the snap, look right and throw left, and it's tipped by Cam Boozer, incomplete. Third and 13 coming up. Man, he was close to picking that off and going the other way, and I already like that Lexington's got Mansfield behind the sticks, third and long, so don't keep everything in front of you and get off the field here. Third and 13 already, a huge tone setter here. On third down, like I said, the last time these two teams played, Senior High was up 21 to nothing in three minutes. And now the Minutemen have a chance to set the tone early. Third and 13, Duke Reese is going to throw. He's going to have to roll out. And Braden Fogle tracked him down from behind. Back at the 35. Minutemen all over Senior High early. And they're going to force a punt. Big-time players show up in big-time games. Like you said, huge, huge, huge play there to get them off the field. And coming on to punt now is going to be Quentin Debolt. He'll handle punting and kicking duties tonight for the Tigers. Back deep to receive is going to be Seven Allen and Carter Wilson. It's a good snap and a really good spiraling punt. Man, this thing is going to boom. And it's actually going to take a little bit of a Lex bounce, but it's going to get all the way down to about the 26-yard line. And that's going to be a 36-yard punt. Although, I think Derek, the wind might have caught a hold of that one because he got that thing out of there and way out of there. But the wind kind of knocked it down, thankfully, for the Minutemen. And yep. it took a Minuteman bounce. Yeah, he's a great punter. You're right. It just got caught up in the wind, so we'll have to watch that when we switch sides for the second quarter. Definitely got the wind at your back if you're Lexington. So take a shot. First and 10, Minutemen will take over all the way over on the far hash down to our right. They're going to go right to left as we see it. First and 10 from their own 26. Joey Caudell's going to have four wide receivers to start the game, and he's going to go in the shotgun. He's all by himself back there, three wide to the left, one to the right, but they're going to run it on first down. Caudell up the middle, and he is going to get at least five, maybe six, and a good first down carry there out to the 32, so they'll give him six, second and four coming up. Yeah, Lexington spread him out. Joey kind of picked his spots. I believe that was a design run the whole time. 
Second and four now out to their own 32-yard line. Caudell going to break the huddle and send Carter Newman and Braden Fogle and Seven Allen all out to the right. Avery Crawford playing his first game as a minute man off to the left. Joey Caudell is going to be in the shotgun with Cooper Dreibelwiss as the tight end. Second and four, he takes. He's going to run it again, and this time Joey got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. No gain, third and four coming up. Yeah, it's like senior high was kind of looking for that same formation, just flipped the wide receivers. So you may or may not hear that name quite a bit tonight. Maybe you won't hear it a lot until next year, but you're going to be hearing it a lot at some point. Avery Crawford, a transfer that came into Lexington, had to sit out the first quarter of the school year due to the transfer. So he gets to play his first game. What a coincidence tonight here in week 11, and it's a good time to have him. Definitely a speedster. We were watching him warm up. Third and four, four wide receivers, three to the left, one to the right. Caudell, shotgun. He's going to throw on third down, and he's going to throw it to Crawford, and he throws it just wide of him. And incomplete, Minutemen will go three and out, and each team trading three and outs here to start the game. 8.33 to go, and I'm going to keep harping on this because last time these two teams matched up five weeks ago, when there was 8.33 to go in the first quarter, it was 21 to nothing senior high. Tonight, the Minutemen have done a little bit better of a job of coming out here calm and collected. Unfortunately, though, could not pick up a first down on their first drive. Markel Martin will punt this thing away, standing at his own 19-yard line. A little bit of a high snap, but he gets the punt away. That's not a bad punt, and that's going to take a nice Minuteman bounce and roll over to the far sideline down to the 29. So a good punt there by Markel Martin, and each team just trying to figure out some field positioning here. So far, the Minutemen doing a good job of not getting trapped in their own end. That's how they got down so big the first time these two teams played. The Minutemen were inside their own 10 pretty much the whole first quarter. Had a, some turnovers and short punts that allowed senior high to just run all over them early on. So here we go, second drive of the game for the Tigers. Duke Reese going to be in the pistol. He's got two wide to the right, one to the left. Zion Brown is going to be the back on his right hip. From the 27-yard line, they will fake a give and throw on first down over the middle, and it is almost picked off by Avery Crawford, who's out there on defense for the first time tonight. And I'm telling you, we're going to be hearing this kid's name. He definitely showed his speed there because off the off the snap, he had him beat, but his closing speed, speed kind of caught up to him, got his hand in there. Great play. And he broke that pass up down here at about the 45-yard line, and, and that would have been a big play on first down. Second and 10. Duke Reese going to go into the pistol again and send a man in motion. He's got one wide receiver each way. He's going to give for the first time tonight in the minute, but blow it up. Camp Boozer got him. It was Zion Brown, and he got him all the way back at the 25. A big loss and another third and long coming up for senior high. Keep him behind the sticks. Great and play. Man, they have done a good job of that so far. It is going to be third and another. Well, they'll say 12 on this one. Last time it was third and 13. This time it's third and 12. Senior high backed up to their own 25. And this would be a big stop just because you'd have a good chance to flip the field position here if you could get a stop. 
They'll have one wide receiver off to the right. That's Jermaine Bradley. Two wide receivers off to the left. Duke Reese in the pistol, third and 12. He's going to throw. Now he's going to be flushed out to the left, and he's going to have to throw it into the bench. Incomplete. Minutemen force another three and out. And, man, this Minuteman ball club looks like a totally different team than when these two teams played five weeks ago. Absolutely. Like we said, Lexington's playing their best ball at the right time. Senior high probably is coming in a little overconfident, like you said. But, hey, that's why you play the game. Quentin Debolt will stand back at his own 13-yard line. Minutemen again will have Carter Wilson and Seven Allen down to their own 40. And another pretty good punt. But, again, you can see the wind just kind of knocking it down. It had that ball fluttering in the air. And a nice fair catch call by Seven Allen at the 40. And the Minutemen will take over with pretty good field position at their own 40-yard line. Good job there to catch that thing by Seven Allen. That was a knuckleball. Yeah, like you said, it got caught up in the wind and then just went straight down. So if you missed the pregame show, I mentioned the weather tonight. It's beautiful. The, the temperature couldn't be more perfect. And, I mean, the sky is pretty cloudy, but no rain threatening by any means. But the big factor tonight is the wind. The wind is whipping around down there, but it is certainly going in one direction. So if you can use that to your advantage tonight, it could be a good thing. So here we go, Minutemen, second drive of the night at their own 40, two wide to the left, two to the right. Carter Newman takes. He's going to hand off, and Markel Martin's going to go up the middle and keep pushing and fighting for three, maybe four. Yeah, it'd be nice to get him going, take some pressure off Joe. Second and six, 7.03 on the clock in the first quarter. And the clock is rolling under seven minutes now. Minutemen line up, second and six, two wide to the right, two to the left. Caudell in the pistol. Markel Martin is the back. He's going to send seven Allen in motion and take the snap. Caudell's going to keep it up the middle, and he's only going to get a yard or two. This will set up a third down. And... Maybe five. Now they'll we'll call it third and four. Like to see maybe a play action pass here. Wide receiver right at the sticks to pick up the first down. Be nice to move the chains here. Keep senior high off the field. So third down and four. 6.15 to go first quarter. Caudell in the pistol. Two wide to the left, two to the right. He's going to try to throw on third down. He's going to look. Now he's going to run up the middle and juke around and get it out of there. Markel Martin catches. Down the near sideline, 40, stiff arm, 35. There he goes, 20, 15, and he's pushed out at the 13. First down, Minutemen, and Joey Caudell looked like Johnny Manziel there. As he spun out of a tackle, he was heading to the ground and just kind of pitched it forward to Markel Martin. And the Minutemen in the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by your local agent, Gary Fagan. First and 10 Minutemen down at the 14. Two wide to the right, two to the left. They're going to run it on first down. Caudell up the middle, 10, lowers his shoulder down to the six. Important point here, they can still get a first down and not be in the end zone. So you don't necessarily have to score. Right now, you can still pick up a first down. So they are going to mark that at the six, like I said, a gain of eight on first down. And as Derek said, now they only need two yards for a new first down. 
Second and two at the six. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Caudell in the pistol with Markel Martin standing right behind him. Caudell waits. He's going to send Carter Newman in motion. Takes the snap. They're going to try to throw on second down. Joey's going to roll out, and he's going to throw this thing away into the ambulance over there on the far <laughs> sideline. The back doors of the ambulance were open, and I thought the ball was going to go in. Well, that we kind of talked about his decision-making in the pregame there. He kind of flushed a little bit, kind of surveyed, and kind of shuck it out of bounds to live another day. So now third and two, I think you need to pick yep. the first down up here. Yeah. Definitely think so. How do you do it, though? Do you, you let Joey run it, or do you hand it off to Markel? I think you let Joey run it and have Markel be a lead blocker. Third and two from the six. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Carter Newman comes in motion. Caudell's going to keep it up the middle. Spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Minutemen. They have the lead at Arlen Field. Who is the lead blocker? Markel. Great play call. Minutemen six, Tigers nothing, 4.49 to go in the first quarter. Well, if senior high doesn't know we're here, they know we're here now. What a flip from the last time they played. So Will Perkins now, the lefty. The sure-footed lefty comes on for the extra point. It's a good snap and a good hold, and the kick is up, and it is as true as it can be, right down the middle and out of the out stadium. Out of the parking lot. 7-0 <laughs> Minutemen. 4.49 to go, first quarter on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at electricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on Fear the Village. Man with a 7-0 lead and 4.49 to go in the first quarter. And we're having a little bit of uh, an issue with the cell service here, so in just a minute, if you're listening... We might switch our connection over here to the hard line. We finally got it working. So the, here in just a moment, the feed might shut off for just a second. If you just refresh your page and hit the play button again, we should be good to go. But just give us one minute on that. First, we're going to have the kickoff here. It's a squib, and it's going to go right through the legs of a tiger, and this thing's still in bounds and finally rolls out of bounds. Down at the 12, and that's going to be a penalty. And Senior High will take this drive over at their own 35 and we'll switch over the connection now. So just refresh your page here in about 10 seconds and hit play one more time. Senior high football at their own 35-yard line, moving left to right as we see it. And the Minutemen with a 7-0 lead, 4.47 to go first quarter. 
Duke racing the pistol to start this drive. The Tigers don't have a first down yet tonight. He's going to give on first down and off the right side. And out to the 39 is going to be Jameer Petty, a gain of about four. And that's the biggest gain of the night so far for the Tigers, a gain of four on first down there. Nice gang tackle there by Lexington. Had two or three guys at the ball. Good pursuit. So it'll be second and six. Tigers at their own 39-yard line. Wide receivers split way off to the left. Amar Davis by himself to the right. Duke Reese in the pistol. Second and six from their own 39. Duke takes. He's going to hand off again, and it's Petty again, and the minute men meet him, he's going to get two, but that's it. Third and four coming up. Fogel got in there again, shot out a gun on the edge, kind of slowed him down, and the rest of his teammates got there to clean it up. So big third down here. Looks like third and about four. So it is third and four at their own 41. Tigers still haven't picked up a first down yet tonight. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Duke Reese in the shotgun this time. Takes the snap. The lefty's back. He's looking right. Now he's running around. The Minutemen are chasing him. He's going to get the first down and get out of bounds at about the 50. And, man, the Minutemen almost had another sack. Yeah, they were close. Instead, though, he picks up the first down all the way at the Lex 49, a gain of 10 for Duke Reese. But, again, Lexington kind of kept him in front of him. Ben, don't break here a little bit. But, yeah, I love the pressure the defensive line is putting on senior high and we're only rushing three right now first and ten first time tonight that senior high has been on the left side of the field Duke Reese in the pistol again one wide to the left one to the right he takes he's going to give Petty off the left side and he's through a hole and now the Tigers picking it up a little bit here that's going to be a gain of Four on first down, maybe five. We'll call it second and six. And they get down to the Lex 45-yard line. And they'll go with a little tempo here. One wide to the right, one to the left. They've got two tight ends in there. Duke Reese in the pistol this time with Jameer Petty right behind him. Second and six from the 45. They'll fake a give and throw to Amar Davis way over his head and complete. That's Third and four. A, yeah, it's the second time they tried to run that play. Lexington kind of sniffed it out. Excuse me. Third and six now for the Tigers. They did finally pick up their first first down on this drive, but now they face another third down. And just something just doesn't feel right for the Tigers tonight right now. I don't know if it's the intensity just seems like everyone's not on the same page, and the Minutemen have been bringing the heat all night long, something they did not do in week six. Third and six, here we go. Duke Reese in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to roll to the right. He's got Minutemen chasing him up the middle. He gets it to Jameer Petty, who had to catch it on a dive, so he was down. Now, if Reese could have got it to Petty in stride, that was an easy touchdown, but he had to dive at the 30 to make the grab. First down, Tigers. And the only thing keeping that from being a touchdown was the pressure by the Minutemen. Duke Reese just couldn't get it out of there cleanly, but he did get it out of there and get it to Petty for the first down. Yeah, Fogel almost got there today. He's pretty much beating his man on every snap. 
Gain of 15. They're down to the 30 now. First and 10. They'll give Jameer Petty. He's going to dance up the middle and now cut it back. And now he's going to get down inside the 15 and down to the 10. First down Tigers. And now they are in the red zone. And it's going to be first and goal senior high. They're trying to answer right back. Yeah, that was a big hole that he cut through there. Little extracurricular at the end. Little, little jab talking down there between the players. Two minutes to go, first quarter. Lex up 7-0, but senior high threatening. First and goal at the 10, and we have a timeout, Lex. Good timeout. Coach Saris going to take one. As Lex kind of, or senior high has kind of gone up tempo on this drive a little bit. Lex just trying to get organized. So we'll take a break with them. 1.57 to go, first quarter. It's 7-0 Lexington here at Arlen Field on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Obviously, it is week 11, and there's a lot of playoff action going on around the state, and a ton of teams around our area made it into the playoffs. Uh, we'll keep an eye on all of them for you tonight. Uh, but right now, Ontario, just down the road, is locked at 7 with uh, Lutheran West. They're from Rocky River. Shelby already has a 19-0 lead on Cleveland Central Catholic. We'll keep you updated tonight as the night goes on on all those games. Right back here at Arlen Field, it's 7-0 Lex, and Senior High has it first and goal at the 10. Duke Reese in the pistol. He'll send Lala Owens in motion from left to right. He's got two wide receivers to the left, but they're going to give it to Petty. Jameer Petty dances up the middle. He's going to break some tackles and march into the end zone. Braden Fogle had a hold of him, and Petty just... Muscled past him and into the end zone, and now Senior High looking to tie this thing back up. It's 7-6. Quentin Diebolt will come on to attempt the extra point. Yeah, tough run there. Low center of gravity for the running back. You cannot hit him high. you got to get him on his legs. Yeah, and Petty, I mean, he's a senior. He's a big kid. Jameer Petty listed at 5'10", 220. Woo. So definitely a bowling ball of a running back, and you, like Derek said, you got to get him, got to get him low. Take his... Take his ankles out. Cannot tackle him by the shoulders. The extra point by Diebolt is up and good. Into the Trimble Road Hill over there. 7-7. <laughs> Tied up. We'll keep it right here. 1.49 to go in the first quarter. And... That drive for the Tigers. I'm trying to figure out this drive chart. See, <laughs> since we're at senior high, they have a wonderful man by the name of John Davis here. A lot of you probably know him. And he does a great job keeping stats, but you have to be a rocket scientist to read this <laughs> spreadsheet. I can't tell what's going on on this spreadsheet. I mean... I don't know. Oh, whoa, look at that. This is like 
playing Minecraft. Way above my pay grade here. So maybe I won't explain the last drive to you. But the, the Tigers, they, they went 65 yards. Let's just put it that way. I can't tell you how much time they kept. Uh, but, again, Minimum had them, you know, third and long. So, I mean, yep. they, they, you know, they're doing what they need to do to get them in third and long. They just well, made a couple plays. And the Lex defense has done such a good job dialing in on the passing game and, and spying Duke Reese tonight that yep. – the downfall on that drive was the Tigers finally started running the ball. And the kickoff's a squib kick. It's going to bounce all the way down to 7 Allen. He's got it at the 20, and there he goes. Up the near sideline, 40, and he runs over the kicker out to the 43. 7 Allen picked up the bouncing football and took it 33 yards. Great field position for the Minutemen. They're going to start right down off to our right at the 43 on the near hash. Yeah, he wanted to kind of make a move on the kicker, but there was another senior high player there. So he said, okay, maybe if I can get by the kicker. But, See, man, good start. That was really kind of weird, too. Like Derek said, the kicker was up trying to make the tackle, and they had almost like a safety valve behind him. Right. So they had a couple of Tigers back there to really kind of prevent that thing from going to the house. Still good field position. Crawford. On his own to the left, three wide receivers to the right. First and 10 minute men at their own 43. Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's going to give it to Mason Green, who's going to fight off the left side. He's still fighting, and he's going to get a yard to the 44. Second and nine coming up. And really, the Minutemen run game has not – it's been okay tonight, but most of it's been Joey Caudell. The big play of the night was a pass, a short little pass from Caudell to Markel Martin, and Martin was able to take off down the near sideline, break a couple tackles, and get inside the 15. And it set the Minutemen run game up to get the touchdown, but other than that, they haven't done a whole lot. Second and nine, Caudell in the pistol, takes the snap. He's going to try to throw, and he's going to launch it down the near sideline. Crawford's down there, and it's between his hands, incomplete. He had it, and Caudell hit him in stride, but it was just an inch too far and went right between his hands. But guess what? That's going to be there again. Yep. And we have not had a guy on the opposite side, single lineup, one-on-one, -on -one, that has the speed that he does. So that's going to open stuff up on the other side of the field. Fogel. And Braden Fogel obviously is the jump ball guy that the Minutemen have gone to time and time again for the last 20 games, the last two years. Now you've got a deep threat on the other side of him. And you got Carter Newman and Seven Allen lined up over there too. Just so many weapons now for the Minutemen all over the field. Third and nine. In the pistol, Caudell's going to try to throw again. He's going to step up in the pocket and throw. He's got Fogle down at the 45. First down, Minutemen. They needed nine. They got 11. Across midfield to the senior high, 45. And a great throw by Joey there as he stuck in there, took the hit too, and he got it out of there on a rope to Braden Fogle. Yeah, he put a little more on that pass than usual. First and 10 minute men, they're across midfield again, down to the senior high 45. They're gonna send Crawford by himself off to the right. They will have three wide receivers off to the left. Caudell in the pistol, takes the snap. They're gonna try to throw again. It's a screen play to Fogel over here on the left. He's gonna dance around and get up to the 40 and a gain of five and they'll give him six down to the 44, or excuse me, the 39, I'm going the wrong way. And it's gonna set up a second and four. Nice design play. He kind of faked it to the right, came back to the left. And they've done that play a couple of times. And that is how the first quarter is going to end. 
A great first quarter for the Minutemen. They're driving right now with the ball on senior high side of the field. And it is 7-7 here at Arlen Field. And we'll see if the Minutemen can score when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen with a great first quarter here at Arlen Field. Really on the defensive side of the ball more than anything. They have set the tone early tonight on defense. It is tied, though, 7-7, seven to seven, but the Minutemen marching right now. They have it second and four at the senior high 39-yard line. Two wide to the right, two to the left. They'll start the second quarter in the pistol. Caudell's going to run it off the left side. What good patience there by Caudell to wait for the hole. He's going to get the first down, and maybe a yard short, actually. They're yeah, going to call it third close. and one. He'll probably just go under center and push the pile here. So he did get three, got it down to the 36. It's going to be third and one. Of course, the ever so popular, I can't even <laughs> say the name of it, but if you watch the NFL, I refuse to call it what they call it. But you can't do that in high school because you can't push the quarterback from behind on a QB sneak. What happened to calling it a QB sneak anyway? That's, That's all, all it is. is. <laughs> People just like to say the word tush. Oh, there he goes. And there he goes. Caudell's going to get up under center and launch himself forward. I don't know Ooh, if he, he got it. it. He kind of slipped, yeah. actually, and I think that kept him from getting there. I think you got to go again. Yep. Why not? You're the yep. 13 seed at the four seeds place, and you might as well take he, every chance you can get. He did get a half a yard, so it's going to be fourth and a half a yard at the 36, 35 and a half yard line. Maybe go under center, do a hard count. That would be a great idea here, actually. We'll see what they do. They're going to send three wide to the right, one to the left. They'll line up here in the pistol, but usually when Joey sneaks it, he lines up in the pistol and then runs up real quick and gets underneath center. They'll actually keep it in the pistol this time, and Joey's going to power his way forward for two yards and a first down, Minutemen, down to the 34, and that was easy. Actually, probably a better decision because he had a little more momentum. They yes. get some speed up, and he kind of rammed through there. So Well, and like I said on the previous play on the QB sneak, he actually kind of – his foot slipped out from under him, and he kind of just fell straight to the ground. He didn't really get a push. And now we've got some mist coming out of the air, Derek. Mm -hmm. So not something we expected tonight, but there is moisture in the air. It is misting now. You can see some people starting to scramble. First and 10-minute men at the senior high 34. Caudell's going to roll to the right. He's going to throw down near the end zone. He's got Braden Fogle down at the four. First down, minute men. What a catch. Man, he just bullied him on that. And down there on the coverage was Giante O'Brien, and Fogle just went right up over him and made the catch. I'd like to see the replay on the screen. They might not show it. Yeah, Arlen Field with the brand new, oh, there, there it, it is, the brand new video board here, and that looks pretty nice. A great jump ball and a catch by Fogel. First and 10 minute men, first and goal minute men down at the five. 
Caudell in the pistol. He's going to take. And a miscommunication there. I think he was supposed to hand it off. Mason Green thought yeah. it was either a handoff or a play action. Joey just kept it, and they bumped into each other. Caudell's going to go down for a loss of one at the six. And by the way, the Minutemen in the State Farm Red Zone brought to you by Gary Fagan. It's second and goal at the six. 9-10 to go in the first quarter, or excuse me, the first half. We are, in fact, into the second quarter. Carter Newman and Avery Crawford will go off to the left. Seven Allen, Braden Fogle to the right. Second and goal from the six, Caudell in the pistol with Mason Green as the back this time. Caudell is going to send Seven Allen in motion and take the snap. He's going to throw into the end zone and... No flag? Well, they're going to say the ball got tipped. Uh, okay. Braden Fogle definitely got bumped yeah. there, but the referee said the ball got tipped at the line of scrimmage, and in that case, you're allowed to hit the receiver. And the ball fell incomplete, fortunately, for the Minutemen because that there, were, been picked. there was a DB <laughs> in the area, and that could have been a pick. Instead, it falls incomplete. Third and goal from the six. I mean, you really want seven here. You'll take three, but senior high is going to have the wind. Yes. This quarter, so you got to get points when you, you can have to down get here. something. Yep. yep. And now that wind, there that that rain is coming down a little bit harder now. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Caudell takes the snap. He's looking right now. He's going to roll, and he's just going to have to throw it away, yeah, and he decision. gets it out of there. Good decision. Incomplete. Fourth down, but at least by throwing it away and not taking the sack, he keeps the Minutemen well within field goal range. And now they're going to call a roughing or a. Uh, Intentional grounding, I believe. Right. I don't. Th I Crawford, don't think it Crawford was in the area. Well, unless they're just saying, "Look at the replay, sir. You can see it." <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, even if it's accessible to them, they're I not mean, allowed Cra to do Cra that. Yeah, but Crawford was in the area. I think that's what the referee's talking about. The back judge here's the one that threw it. The side judge, I think, is saying it's. Pick it up, please. Well, I don't know. I think they're going to end up calling it. Intentional grounding, unfortunately. Not a good call. Well, now they're getting a second opinion from the far line judge, who was a mile away from the play. I mean, he was standing in Lexington for that Yeah, play. but, I mean, Crawford was there. Like, we both saw him in the flat over there. I mean, he was definitely in the area. Well, Caudell was also getting hit when he threw it away, too, and I thought that played a factor into the decision. Yes, and they sir. are going to wave it off, so they'll we take right. it back. No grounding. Okay. I mean, we're still kicking a field goal. It's just a little bit closer. Yes. Then we will, you know, we'll take the extra yardage. So Will Perkins will come on to attempt this field goal. You would think they've got to reset the play clock here. It's down to four already. They've got to reset the play clock. Yeah, they didn't reset it. And now the play clock ran out. Well, here they reset it. So Will Perkins will get this thing away, and it's up, and it is good from 22 yards out. The Minutemen have the lead back 10-7 with 8.37 to go in the second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Aiden Nickel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 
Back here at Arlen Field, where it is 10-7 Minutemen. This is their second lead of the game. They did lead it 7-0. And then it was tied 7-7. Now it is 10-7. Behind the foot of Will Perkins. And a 22-yard field goal. So Will Perkins now will set this thing up on the tee at the 40, and he'll kick it from east to west, and he'll squib it. And this thing's going to bounce, and it's going to be taken and jumped on out of bounds. <laughs> but it was touched first by Nye Petty and taken out of bounds. Down at the 30, maybe the 31-yard line. Seven Allen better watch himself. He's almost got caught pushing a guy. So Yeah, he's over. He's, yeah, he's Seven jawing. Allen's he's over jawing. there in the senior high huddle. <laughs> he was jawing. Better watch himself. I like his hey, I like his intensity though, but he's got we need him. He's got to stay in the game. So whatever that mist or rain was, it's still barely coming down, but you can hardly see it now up in the lights. I mean, it was coming down pretty strong for a minute there. Now it's almost non-existent. First and ten. Tigers will take over at their own 31. It's 10 to 7 minute men, 8.33 to go in the first half. Duke Reese will start this drive in the shotgun. He'll send a man in motion. It's Amar Davis. They'll fake it out to him, and they're going to blow him up in the backfield. Cam Boozer was in there in a second. I tell you what, Lexington diagnosed that play from the snap. Joey knew exactly what was going to happen. He kind of pinched it up there, and Boozer came in for the play. Loss of five. It's going to set up a second and 15. And, man, I would love to hear our good friend Nick Michaels on the <laughs> – Go Tigers channel right now. We I love mean, you, buddy. He always thinks senior high is going to win every game by 60. Well, they might still, but yeah. certainly not looking like it tonight at this point. Second and 15, Duke Reese is going to hand it off to Amar Davis, and Amar is going to get hit, and he'll get two or three, and that's it. A big, another long third down coming up for the Tigers. This will be their third or fourth long third down of the half. What I like is Coach Saris is he is Jack today. He is out on the field talking to his players, doing what a coach needs to be doing, but just a little more extra tonight. Third and 13. Minutemen have forced another long third down. And again, if they could force a punt here, they would theoretically have great field position. They'll have one wide receiver off to the right, one to the left. Amar Davis is not on the field for this play. That is actually him over on the far yeah. side. They're looking. And here we go, third and 13. They'll throw it, and it's picked off! Down the middle, Avery Crawford! And he's going to return it down to the 33! I knew this kid was going to make impact tonight. Wow, welcome to the show. He just sat in the middle of the field from that safety position, and he read that thing all the way. I tell you what, that's the fourth time they've run that same play with a crossing pattern to Amar. They're just sitting and waiting on it. Great jump on the ball. That's going to be first and 10-minute men all the way down at the senior high 32-yard line. Be nice to get seven here. 7.01 to go in the second quarter. We'll have Dontrell Hughes for the first time tonight. Split off to the left. Newman, Allen, and Fogel off to the right. Joey Caudell's going to be in the empty backfield here. First and 10 from the 32. He takes the snap. 
He's back. He's going to have to roll, mm. and he is going to be swallowed up. The senior high Tigers brought everybody on that one, yeah. and they got him back at the 40. Lala Owens was in there. He did not play the first time these two teams played. Neither did Seven Allen for the Minutemen. Nope. So he did not play either. Each of these teams missing one of their better players in the first matchup. I mean, that's Man. the first time that they really put pressure on Joe. So just make some adjustments here. So it is going to be second and 17, a loss of seven there, the first sack of the night for the Tigers. Minutemen will send one to the left, three to the right again. Another empty backfield for Caudell. Second and 17 from the 39. He's going to keep it off the right side, and he is not yeah, going to go anywhere. There. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Well, the Minutemen, it would be nice to come out of this drive with something, but at the very least, you could really flip the field position here. You're right. burning more clock. We're under six minutes to go in the second quarter. And you get the ball coming out. And you get the ball coming out. So that turnover there was huge. If nothing else, it may have rattled the senior high offense a little bit. But here we are with a third and 17 Minutemen at the senior high 39. This might be a jump ball to Fogel kind of play here. They'll have three wide to the left. Fogel is one of them. Avery Crawford by himself to the right. Caudell empty backfield. He's back to pass, and we've got a we whistle. timeout, I think. And yeah. I figured Coach Saris would call a timeout there. Kind of thought it was coming at some point, and he did take one. Yeah, That'll be the out. second timeout of the half for the Minutemen. They've got one left. We'll see what they do when we come back with a third and 17 on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 10-7, Minutemen with a lead. They've got it third and 17 right now out of this timeout at the senior high 39. And, Derek, I think in this situation, even if you throw it up down the field and it gets picked off, that's as good as a punt. So right. I think why not take a shot here? As long as you don't take a sack, I would throw it up down the field. See what they do. Here we go. Third and 17. Empty backfield again for Caudell. Three wide to the left, one to the right. He's got the snap. He throws it out to Carter Newman, and he was looking up the field before he caught it. He had some room. And he dropped it. Yeah. I don't think he was going to get the first down, but he could have gotten maybe five or seven yards up the field. Right. Well, now pin him like you said. Pin him back. So we'll have Markel Martin on to punt, and he's going to try to get rid of this thing at about his own 50. The Tigers will send Nate Dismuke back to return. And then they'll have Nye Petty as an up man, just in case there's a fake or something like that, although it's fourth and 17. I don't see a fake coming here. Markel Martin now standing back at his own 48. It's a little bit of a low snap, but no pressure from the Tigers. And a pretty high spiraling punt. Get and out. this thing oh. is going to bounce into the end zone for a touchback. Not a bad punt by Markel, but just put a little too much on it. And it'll be a touchback. So you still flip the field position there if you're the Minutemen. You get a turnover. You keep senior high in their own end. 
and they'll have it first and 10 at their own 20 with 5.18 to go in the first half. It is 10 to 7, Minutemen on top. I like what you said. You know, maybe, I mean, yeah, you flip the field, but maybe senior high's thinking a little bit now. That probably won't run that crossing route again, so that's good that they're putting pressure and making them change up already in the first half. See, the first time these two teams played, the Minutemen did a really good job of keeping the pass game in check, but they let Duke Reese run all over them. Tonight, they've done a great job of having the safety back, but also having a spy on Duke Reese to take both options away, and that has been very effective tonight. First and 10, Tigers at their own 20 to start this drive, and they're going to run it on first down. It's Petty. He's cutting back, and actually that was Zion Brown for two yards, and he was hit there by Joey Caudell, and a gain of two, second and eight at the 22. Yeah, Joey was just kind of waiting on him. He cut back, and Joey was there waiting on him, so great job to funnel him that way. So now, senior high, they went really up-tempo on that scoring drive a couple drives ago. This time, they're just eating the clock up, maybe trying to march down the field and not give the ball back to Lex before half. Second and eight, Duke Reese in the pistol. He's going to look right and throw right, and it's tipped up in the air and almost picked off again. Dontrell Hughes was there to put the hit man. on Nate Dismuke, and then Gage Powell dove in there, and he couldn't come up with it, but, man, he was yeah. close. Good shot. Took a good hit there. And he's kind of going off the – oh, no, he's staying in. Yeah, Dontrell Hughes with a great hit there on Dismuke. That's going to set up a third and eight and stop the clock here. 435. We could get the ball back. Absolutely. So Amar Davis is going to go by himself off to the left. They'll have three wide receivers about as spread out as they could be on the right. Duke Reese is going to be in the shotgun. And here we go from the 22, third and eight. He takes the snap. He's going to look right and throw up the middle of the field, and it is incomplete. Dontrell Hughes there in coverage, and it was intended for Jayante O'Brien. Dontrell Hughes just kind of ran in front of him and cut him off right. and forced him away from the ball. And the Minutemen are going to get this ball back with great field position here as long as they don't let the ball bounce. Yeah, the punter should get a better kick. He's got the win with him. Yeah. He is a good punter. Quentin so. Diebolt, a very good punter. He's taking over this year for Sean Putt, who was a great, was great kicker too. last year. So. I like that the Minutemen have two people back, so that's good. Yeah, if they can get a fair catch on this thing, that would be ideal. And an okay punt by Diebolt. And Seven Allen toe taps a fair catch right here at the 45 in front of us. Good job by Seven. And the Minutemen are going to have really good field position right in front of us at the 45-yard line. And, man, a score here before Ugh. half, and then you get the ball to start the half. I mean, even if it's three, even if it's 13, you know what I mean? Like, well, get something up there. But, yeah, you want seven, absolutely. Tell you what, if the Minutemen go into halftime up two scores, that's not something the Tigers have seen since they played at Maslin week three. <laughs> Caudell on first down to start the drive. He gives Markel Martin up the middle for five yards out the midfield, and he was flipped over at midfield there, but he gets up just okay. Second and five coming up. I've been noticing something a little bit with the Lexington Minutemen runners. They're being really patient. If the hole's not there, they're kind of stutter-stepping a little bit and then hitting the hole. So Joey and the running backs are doing a good job. Yep, Joey, Markel. Mason Green has only had one or two carries tonight. 
Two wide to the left, two to the right, second and five at the 50. Caudell's going to try to throw on second down. He's got him, and it's Avery Crawford. Caught, and he breaks a tackle and gets down to the senior high, 42. A first down minute, man, a gain of eight. I like this kid. That was a tough catch, man. He had the In DB traffic. all over him. In traffic. But Joey trusted him enough to throw it in there. Great catch. That was kind of a mix between a slant and a crossing route there for Avery Crawford. And there was some traffic, too. <laughs> Caudell put it right on his shoulder away from the defender. Great throw. First and 10 minute men down to the senior high 42, and the clock is rolling. 3.20 to go in the first half. Three wide to the left, one to the right, back into the pistol for Caudell. He's going to run it off the left side, and he's going to get hmm. down to the 41, a gain of one, but that keeps the clock rolling, and now Markel Martin oh, is down. And we have a late hit on Nate Dismuke, I think, is going to be the call. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty after the play. Markel Martin was down on the ground injured. He didn't even have the ball, and – I don't know. Dismute got up like he didn't mean to do it. I almost wonder if he got pushed into. Or maybe he thought he had. Uh, no, he couldn't have thought he had the ball. He could have been pushed. You're right. I will say, though, I don't think that was. No, it was not the intent. Yes, I don't think that was a malicious intent there by Nate Dismute. Nevertheless, he did hit Markel Martin, who was laying on the ground. I almost want to say maybe he got blocked into him yeah. after the whistle. But hey, it works out if you're the Minutemen. They haven't marched off the. Did they march off the? Oh, well, maybe they. What? Well, I guess there was no penalty. It's going to be second and ten at the 42. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Caudell, he's going to throw on second down, and he's got seven Allen, but just shoots it wide of him over here on the near sideline. And may. I don't know, Derek. Maybe they called a sideline warning, but I thought he said personal foul. I swear he did, but it, that's that makes more of a great, you know, understanding there of that sideline warning because there's no yardage. Right. They did say, yeah, that's probably what it was. Well, and I think Senior High did end up getting two sideline warnings the last game, and if you get two, it's a five-yard penalty. So that mm -hmm. I'm assuming that was their first one. And now it's third and 10 at the 42, three wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol. He's going to take the snap, and he's going to step back to pass. He's going to have to roll now. He's got a little bit of room. He's rolling to the right. He is going to throw it away into the sideline. Didn't have anything down the field, and incomplete. Fourth and 10, but a good decision there by Joey not to force anything. And I think Seven Allen's coming up to him like, hey, just throw it towards me. I'll catch it. But <laughs> Joey did not want to force it there and probably the right decision. You definitely don't want to go into halftime no. with a pick six or something like that. So the Minutemen will try to punt again and try to force the Tigers deep into their own end to have to end this half without turning it over. See if Markell can do a little bit of a better job of keeping this thing inside the 10 this time. He had a really good punt last time, but it took a huge bounce into the end zone. He's standing at his own 45. And this time he punts it towards the sideline and into the bleachers over on the far <laughs> side. He was not punting that no. one through the end zone. So they're going to mark this thing off. And still marking it off at the 28-yard line, and that's where Senior High will take over. They have all three of their timeouts left and 2.36 to go in the half. So Senior High 
with plenty of time here to try to score before halftime, but they don't want to turn the ball over here and give Lex one last chance before the half. Lexington gets the ball to start the second half. Senior high's kind of an odd position here, not one that they're really used to. Right. Just keep them in front of you here. Don't get beat deep. Let them use their timeouts. Nate Dismuke by himself to the right. It's going to be Jermaine Bradley, Amar Davis, and Jayante O'Brien off to the left. Duke Reese in the shotgun, first and 10 from the 29 to start this drive. They'll take the snap. He's going to look left. Now he's going to chuck it down the near sideline. He's got a man, and it's caught. And Lex fans think he was out of bounds. It was close, but Jermaine Bradley brought it in down here at the 35 on the Lex side of the field. That was awfully close. Yeah. Of course, in high school, you only have to have one foot in bounds, and on a bang-bang play like that, they're probably going to give you the benefit of the doubt. It was a nice catch. First and 10 Tigers at the Lex 35. Just when I said don't get beat deep, that's what happened, so I'm not going to say it anymore. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Duke Reese shotgun this time, and Lex will take their final time out of the half. They had one left, and they used it. Senior high still with all three. 2.30 to go, second quarter. Lex up 10-7, and we'll see what happens at the end of the half here when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. So Lexington just used their final timeout of the half. Probably a smart one after they just gave up a big play. Just want to make sure you get everything back under control, make sure the coverages are all correct. I mean, to this point, that's been the biggest play that Senior High has had all night. Absolutely, so. yep. First and 10, Tigers down to the Lex 35. Just two and a half minutes to go in the half. Duke Reese in the shotgun with four wide. And he takes the snap. He's going to throw to the right. He's got Amar Davis out in the flat. And there he goes, 30, 25, 20, 15, yeah. 10, 5, touchdown. That is the one play they have run all year, and that is the one play you cannot <laughs> let them run. And they just ran it to perfection. Well, we 35 yards. But that is the one play you cannot give up to the leading receiver in senior high history. If he doesn't beat you, senior high's chances of winning are significantly less. But when you let Amar start beating you, it is going to be hard to win. 13 to 10 now. Quentin Debolt will come on to attempt the extra point. So senior high just went 70 plus yards in two plays. Snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and it is right down the middle. And that one also into the parking <laughs> lot. And if you have a white pickup truck in the parking lot, it just got hit with the football. For the second time. 14 to 10 now. Senior High gets the lead for the first time tonight with 2.20 to go in the first half on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 14 to 10, senior high, first lead of the night with 2.20 to go in the first half. But senior high has, or excuse me, Lexington does have a chance to answer here, but no timeouts left to do it. But still, 2.20 in high school is a long time. Clock stops every first down. If you're the Minutemen here, I would be aggressive. You're the 13 seed. Why not? I would not play conservatively and go into half content with a four-point deficit. We'll see. Debolt kicks it deep. This is going to go into the end zone for a touchback. And Lex will take over at their own 20. And they'll go left to right on this drive as we see it. And for the first time tonight, Lex trailing. And this year when the Minutemen have gotten behind, they really, I mean, outside of, you know, the West Holmes and Shelby game, any other game that they've trailed in, they have been very resilient A lot of their wins this year were come from behind wins. And you've already said it, against senior high, you take out those first three touchdowns, they played them pretty even and maybe even better in the second half. Back in week six, yeah. Here we go. It is first and ten minute men at their own 20. Three wide to the left, two to the right, empty backfield for Caudell. 2.20 to go in the half. He takes the snap. Caudell's going to fling it out. It's a little wide receiver screen on the far sideline, and Avery Crawford gets a yard as the Tigers read that one well. And over there making the play, Guy Trader. And senior high now will try to use their timeouts and get the ball back. (laughs) They want to extend this lead. They do not want to go into halftime. Only up four. Only up four or even trailing. I've spoken to Coach Bradley about Lexington before. He is, uh, I would say, out of everyone in the state of Ohio, he (laughs) wants to beat Lexington as badly as he can every time he plays him. I know that Madison is senior high's rival, and Coach Bradley played at senior high, and I'm sure he hated Madison. When I talked to him about Lexington, I don't think I could see him more fired up than he was. He hates Lexington. So if he can have a bigger than four-point lead going into half here, he's going to do everything he can to do it. He is not playing for the second half. He wants to end this game before halftime. Second and nine, Lexington at their own 21. Two wide to the left, three to the right. We'll go empty backfield again for Caudell. He takes the snap. They've got a blitz. But he's going to get it off down the middle of the field. Seven Allen in. It was dropped, and he took a shot. And we've got a flag yes, coming but in. man, he got leveled. Defenseless receiver, in my opinion. Nate Dismuke just absolutely laid him out, and Seven Allen is down. And he is down hard on the ground. That was not a good hit. I mean, he still almost came down with it, but, man, hate to see him down. The flag did come in. Personal foul. It's going to be 15 yards. Senior high fans think it was clean. Lex fans oh, think no. it was dirty. It, you know what? I'm not saying it was dirty. But, but he was defenseless. Yeah, it's the rule. Well, so. he had his head 
back towards the ball, and Nate Dismuke hit him from the opposite direction. Right. So if there was ever a time for a defenseless receiver call there, that was that was it. I mean, Seven Allen had no way of protecting himself. It's going to be a free first down for the Minutemen out to the 36-yard line, and Seven Allen is sitting up now, but my goodness, he took a shot, and it was a high shot too. I'm not saying – I don't think it was no. helmet to helmet, no. but he definitely hit him up. In the shoulder pads enough for his head to snap back there, and he's actually up and yeah, jogging like off. Right. I don't think he's got a concussion. They <laughs> they don't seem to be trying to keep him off the field. I think the ref's going to talk to him right now. No, he's not talking. It's... Well, I think with if you have an injury, you have to at least come off for one play regardless, so they'll probably check on him down here on the near sideline. Yeah, I see another – Trainer down yep. there. I think they're going to get two opinions. They're probably going to go through the protocol with him right now just to be safe. He looks like he's okay, though. Didn't wobble at all when he was running off. Didn't stumble. Took his helmet off here, and he's just kind of grimacing, but he looks looks fine. We'll see. First and ten minute men after the penalty. They're out to their own 36 now. First down. 2.02 to go in the half. No timeouts left, but they've got plenty of time to try to score. Whatever moisture was coming out of the air a little bit ago has stopped. The temperature tonight is absolutely perfect. And now the door just blew open <laughs> and we've got, a, we've got a breeze <laughs> flowing through here knocking everything around. First and 10 minute men. Caudell in the pistol. He takes. He's going to run it off the left side and dive forward for a gain of two. Yeah, it's probably smart to run the ball. Just make them use all their timeouts. And they do. Senior high, that is. Uses their second timeout of the night. So it'll be second and eight now. And... Even if, uh, even if Lexington does not pick up this first down, they can kill some more clock here I mean, before yeah. they'd have to punt it away because Senior I only has one more timeout. Yeah, so if you run it here, <laughs> make them burn it again. Although the Lex offense has looked pretty decent tonight, and we've kind of been talking all night, Derek, about, you know, you're the 13 seed. Why not leave it all out here and just, just go for it? Because if you could get the lead back before half, I mean, that is enormous. That would be a huge momentum shift. I mean, we've already showed <clears throat> that Crawford's got some speed, so he can probably get behind a defense. Maybe send him, you know, deep, have a couple of guys underneath. Fogel's been a little quiet right now. You got Carter Newman out there, too. I mean, Carter Wilson now is the, arguably the most sure-handed oh, kid on say, the team. He's, he's got great hands. So you definitely have weapons out there, even with seven Allen out now. Second and eight at the 37. Caudell in the pistol, takes the snap. He's back. He's going to wind up and chuck it down the far sideline and over the head of everyone. It was Avery Crawford down there. Good coverage by the Tigers, third and eight coming up. And now we've got a senior high Tiger down, and that's going to be Dalen uh, McGinty. The senior, and he's been huge for the Tigers this year. And he's going to get up, but he's going to limp off the field. He came flying off that left edge on a blitz. And I'm not sure what happened there, but he went off limping. 
Keep yeah, an eye on that. I'd look for uh, Lex to run the ball here. We'll see. Third and eight. Depends on how aggressive they want to be here and how much time they want to give the ball back to senior high with. They're going to run it on third down. And there's a flag down, and Caudell's going to get maybe a yard. Might be delay game, which it, actually be. Yeah, it'd be a redo of the down. Yeah. I think he's going to decline it. If it was a delay of game, they should have blown it dead. Yeah. And if it was a delay of game, they're going to have to redo the down. There is no declining it uh, because the, true. That's the play true. shouldn't have happened. That's true. Have a nice discussion. Well, one of the referees is over there talking to Coach Bradley and just making sure they get everything on the same page. Shows fourth and eight right now. Well, they are. Whatever it was is going to be declined. But if it was a delay of they game, the play it. shouldn't have counted. So they couldn't decline it. Illegal shift. So that makes much more sense. So Avery Crawford came in motion and apparently. Well, they got lucky there. Yeah, so senior <laughs> high got a free timeout from Basically. that play. <laughs> the clock won't start until, until Lexington snap. snaps it here yeah. on fourth and eight, so the Minutemen will have to punt this thing away. There's still a minute 43 to go in the half. They senior high, they've got one timeout left, so now you're getting into sort of dangerous territory if you're the Minutemen. You do not want to go into the half trailing by more than four. Mm -mm. Markel Martin standing back at his own 25-yard line. Senior high going to have Nate Dismuke as the only man back. They're coming. And it was a good snap, and Markel got this thing away over here to the near sideline, oh, and it's going to take a it. senior high bounce, uh, and it's going to go out at the 49-yard line. I don't, little. Think, I don't think the wind had anything to do with that one. No, Markel just got a little bit of pressure there, and he kicked that thing up in the air more than he did kick it far. So now Senior High's really got a chance to flip this thing completely around from where we were just five minutes ago. This was a 10-7 game. It's now 14-10 Senior High, and they have the ball at the 49-yard line with a minute 33 to go in the half. They have one timeout. Seven Allen still on the bench. Didn't go out there with the defensive. So maybe they're just kind of Maybe they'll wait until the half second time. half, yeah. yeah. So here we go. It is going to be... First and 10 Tigers at their own 49. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Duke Reese in the shotgun with Zion Brown on his left hip. He takes the snap. He's looking left. Pump fakes, now rolls to the right. We've got a hold back here on senior high, and they're going to throw it into the bench anyway and out of bounds. But I think Lex will probably take this penalty yeah, and him push him back 10 yards, yeah. Yeah, they lined up in the same formation that they scored the touchdown on, but they just elected to look to the outside receiver on the opposite side. Minute 26 to go. That'll make it first and 20. And actually, that should be a spot foul, correct? Mm, I think it's, yeah. Actually, no, it's 10-yard no, penalty. The spot, from the spot. So it'll be first and 20 back at the 39. That helps. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Duke Reese 
uh, is going to be in the shotgun this time. Brown on his left hip. Watch out for Amar Davis. Duke waiting. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. Now he's going to roll to the left. Now he's going to chuck it down the near sideline. He's got a man. It's Nate Dismuke down at the 24. As soon as Duke restarted scrambling, one of the Minutemen had to come up and make sure he wasn't going to run, and that left Nate Dismuke wide open. A broken play that actually hurt the Minutemen. And a big first down, down to the Minutemen 23-yard line. First and 10, clock rolling. 105 to go in the first half. 14 to 10, senior high on top. Duke Reese takes the shotgun snap. He's going to have to roll right now. He's going to throw it into the sideline and almost hits the mascot. <laughs> the Tiger mascot out to duck out of the way over there. And he's looking at Duke Reese saying, what's, what's that what's all about? Yeah, Lexington's got to hold him to at least a three attempt here. Like I said, like you've already said, you do not want to go down 21-10, even though you got the ball coming out. You played too well in the first half. Need to get the Minuteman logo back, or the Minuteman mascot back. Second and 10, Tigers at the Lex 23. Duke Reese in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left again. Brown is the back. He takes the snap. He's looking middle of the field, and it is through the hands of Nate Dismuke, and it goes off of Carter Newman incomplete. I think uh, senior high fans wanted a penalty on Newman, but no. That was much different than what Dismuke did. (laughs) Carter just kind of nudged him after the play. There was no hit there. Just kind of pushed him. Man, that hit by Nate Dismuke on the last drive, that was something else. That was one of the harder hits I've seen in my time doing this. I know, of course, Cade Stover was known to hit people. I would die. If I was Lexington, I would find number eight because they're almost in that same formation that they Mm -hmm. scored the touchdown on. Oh, they're taking their last timeout. Wow. So senior high will use the final timeout. 49 seconds to go in the half, and they have a 14-10 lead on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogle, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. A big third down here to end the half for the Minutemen defense as Senior High used their third timeout there. Neither team has a timeout left. And if the Minutemen can hold them here, Derek and I were just kind of talking during the timeout. I think this is right on the edge of Quentin Diebolt's range. Maybe that's why they took the timeout, set up. If you can't get the score, just get him in the middle of the field for a field goal attempt. Third and 10, senior high at the Lex 23, three wide to the right, one to the left, two grease in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's back. Minutemen blitz, and they're going to get him. They're going to get him. He might have gained one, but the clock is going to roll, and here comes the senior high field goal unit. They'll snap this thing at the 22. They'll put it down 
Back at about the 29. This will be a 39-yarder from the near hash, but all kinds of wind whipping around. There's no holder. There's no holder. So here comes Duke Reese back onto the field. 20 seconds left. The clock is rolling. If I were the Tigers here, I'd run this thing down before I snapped it. 15 seconds left. 39-yarder. Snap is good. Hold is down. The kick is up, and I think that's going to be short, and it just sneaks through. No, it doesn't. He missed it. He barely missed it. And wow. that is a huge momentum shift for the Minutemen. That thing was so close, yeah. I couldn't tell if he just missed it wide or short. Well, I think I think the chaos with no, you know, no holder, they kind of run. I think that just messed up his timing because, I mean, it was online. It's just he didn't get his steps down to kick it cleanly. Huge win for the Minutemen there. Absolutely. And now they can just either take a knee or run it into half. Seven seconds left, neither team has a timeout. They're just gonna line up and take a knee and the Minutemen are gonna go in, trailing 14 to 10, but they get the ball to start the second half. I like it. So it looked like disaster may have struck there to end the half for the Minutemen, but they do a really good job to get a stop and they'll head into halftime, 14 to 10, trailing by four. So if you're the Minutemen, you couldn't have asked for much of a better half here at Arlen Field to start the playoffs. And they have got a puncher's chance now to come out in the second half and take a shot and try to get out of here with a win. This is right where you wanted to be. If you're the Minutemen, I'm sure Coach Saris would have taken this scenario all day long. 14 to 10, Minutemen ball to start the second half. When we come back, we'll get you all the stats from the first half. We'll get you scores from around the area. We've got a ton of them tonight, and we'll get you set up for second half action. It's 14 to 10 Tigers here at halftime at Arlen Field. First round of the playoffs on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Arlen Field, where it is Mansfield senior, the four seed, leading the 13-seed Lexington Minutemen 14-10. Corey Durbin back with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. And thanks to our good friend John Davis over on the senior high side of things, he has provided us with a great stat sheet to start to, or to, uh, to have tonight. And that way I don't have to do anything. I can just be lazy and call the game tonight. Uh, we will start with team totals. For the, well, let me see if I can figure this out here. For the Minutemen, passing the ball, Joey Caudell, 6 for 16 tonight, 95 yards through the air. The Minutemen uh, ran the ball uh, 18 times for just 30 yards. They do have a rushing touchdown. And um, Individually for the Minutemen rushing, leading the way is Joey Caudell, 14 carries, 21 yards. He had the only touchdown from six yards out. Uh, Markel Martin only has two carries tonight so far, but he does have nine yards. And Mason Green, one carry for one yard. On those six completions by Joey Caudell, three were to Braden Fogel for 46 yards. He had one to Markel Martin for 40 yards. And somewhere along the line, uh, our good buddy John Davis lost a couple of those catches, but the other two were to Avery Crawford, and I don't have the yardage on that because John lost those somewhere in the mix. Uh, for the Tigers, Duke Reese has thrown it 14 times. He's only completed five, but he does have 133 yards, one touchdown, one interception, rushing the ball tonight for the Tigers. They've run it a total of 13 times for 41 yards. Duke Reese has run it five times for negative two yards. Zion Brown has two carries for no yards. Demir Petty's been the big one, and he marched them right down on one of their, their first touchdown drive and got them into position to score with five carries and 40 yards, and then Amar Davis has one carry on a little jet sweep for three yards. Receiving the ball tonight, only five catches, like I mentioned, two of them, though, to Amar Davis for 45 yards and a touchdown. Jermaine Bradley has one catch for 35 yards. Nate Dismuke, one catch for 38 yards. And Jameer Petty, one catch for 15 yards. Um, kicking, Quentin Debolt two for two on extra points. 
Will Perkins one for one on extra points, and he also added a 22-yard field goal. Quentin Diebolt missed a 39-yarder there right before halftime. And that rounds out your offensive stats for each team. Defensively, we'll just get you the sacks here for the Tigers. They only have one full sack, and it was a half sack by Mo Bradley and Elias Lala Owens. So one sack for the Tigers. For the Minutemen on defense, they have forced a total of uh, two sacks, one by Joey Caudell and one by Braden Fogle. So the Minutemen doing a lot on both sides of the ball. That is it for the stats tonight, or at least here at halftime. When we come back, we'll get you scores from around North Central Ohio, and we've got a load of them. So catch your breath and try to keep up with me here in just a minute. When we come back, we'll get you all those scores from playoff action week 11 around the state of Ohio on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. 
they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here on the BP Electric Halftime Show, it's Mansfield Senior 14, Lexington 10. Corey Durbin with you on fearthevillage.com. Thank you, as always, for tuning in and uh, enjoying uh, listening to us do what we do, try to bring you all the action in the most fun way we know how. Otherwise, there's no point in being here. Uh, A lot of scores uh, around North Central Ohio because a lot of teams in our area made it into the playoffs this year. We'll start, and like I said in the pregame, obviously the conferences don't matter at this point. Uh, We're in the playoffs, but I'll at least kind of organize these scores by conference. We'll start with the OCC teams. Ashland is just getting throttled by Tiffin Columbian at halftime. It is 35 to nothing. Ursuline is leading New Philly 35 to nothing. And West Holmes with a 42-28 lead over Bryan. And that is a high-scoring game, 70 points in the first half out at Knight Stadium. Over in the Moac, Galleon looks like they're going to advance to the second round. They have a 29-0 lead in the third quarter over Firelands. There is no score in the third quarter between Marion Pleasant and Eastwood. Liberty Benton leads Highland 14-7. Shelby is going to move on. They lead uh, Cleveland Central Catholic at halftime, 33 to nothing. Ontario with a little bit of a slimmer lead than I think most people thought they would have here in week one. They're the sixth seed going up against the 11 seed Lutheran West. Ontario leads 17 to seven. And River Valley, who barely snuck into the playoffs, mainly due to that win they had over Shelby, they are getting crushed by Van Wert, 34 to six in the second quarter. Down to the Northern 10 teams. Only a few of those made it in. Of course, two of them are playing each other. Colonel Crawford leads Seneca East 17 to nothing in the third quarter. Carey, who is uh, who went undefeated in the Northern 10, they are blowing out Crestview at halftime 21 to nothing. And Winford on the road tonight is the lower seed. They are leading Tenora 14 to seven. In the Firelands Conference, Monroeville trailing Springfield Local 14-7. Black River leads uh, Western Reserve 17-0. It is Columbia 21, Mapleton 14, and St. Paul leads Toronto 43-7. In the KMAC, um, it is East Knox hosting Martins Ferry tonight, and they're leading 21-16, the Bulldogs. Trying to squeak out a win in in the first round at home tonight. Archbald is destroying Fredericktown at halftime right now, 30 to nothing. Danville all over McDonald. Danville, we talked about it in the pregame show. They've got a chance. They could make a run at the state final four, and that's not an unusual thing down there in Danville. They are a perennial powerhouse. Uh, They're leading McDonald right now at home, 28 to 7. And Northmore with a surprising uh, deficit at halftime. At home, Northmore got a home game. They're trailing Colgrove 22-14. A couple other scores. Marion Elgin, we know they can score points, especially for a small school here in North Central Ohio, but they have only put up six against Trimble at halftime. It's Elgin 6 and Trimble 6. It is Lucas 21-7 in the revenge game over Hillsdale. Hillsdale beat the Cubs by two earlier in the year. 
But the Cubs right now handling business out at Hillsdale. And Harrison Central leads Triway 28-10. Back here at Arlen Field, it is 14-10. Senior high on top. Lex ball to start the second half. When we come back, we'll set you up for the second half. We're just under 10 minutes until the second half kickoff here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Now the band of gold is done with their performance here at halftime, and now the Tiger marching band is on the field. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you back here on the BP Electric halftime show. We've got about eh, just about six minutes until second half kickoff. Lex gets the ball to start the half. 
But it is 14-10, Tigers. Derek, uh, what do the Minutemen have to do to try to get out of here and get on to the second round? Well, I think you just kind of do more of the same what you were doing. I mean, they, they held the ball good. They No turnovers in the first half, which was, which was great. I mean, we, we turned senior high over once. So I think, you know, you just need to establish the run a little bit, and I think that'll, you know, open up the pass. On the other side, I'd look, I'd look for senior high to probably tick up the pressure a little bit on Joey, maybe send some more blitzers because they did get some success with that late in the second half or first half. And then offensively, I hate to say this, I think they're going to take some shots. I think they saw some things that they could do, especially with one-on-one. I mean, they've got speed on all positions over there, so I just look for them to, to maybe take some deep shots. So if Lexington can just bend, don't break on defense, kind of run the ball, kind of control the clock a little bit, we could get out of here with a win. We'll see if Derek is correct. We're just under five minutes until second half action. And we'll take one final break, and we'll be back for the second half of what is uh, set up right now, at least, to be a thriller here at Arlen Field. It's 14 to 10 at halftime, senior high on top. Just about set for second half action on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. 
So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, we do have an update on Seven Allen. He has come out of the second, uh, or come out of the locker room to start the second half in street clothes. So he will not finish tonight's ball game. He must. I don't want to diagnose him with anything, but I am assuming the fact that he is not finishing the game, they may have him out for a concussion or concussion-like symptoms. So that would be my safe assumption. Uh, so the Minutemen, without Seven Allen for the second half, nevertheless, they've got work to do, and they're right there. So just got to figure out a way to overcome that. And I mean, you never want to miss a player, but uh... – you know, with Avery Crawford on the on the field today, that's definitely going to help them. Absolutely. Offensively and defensively. Not a plug-and-play type situation, but just having another guy that can stretch the field like Allen, you know, Seven Allen does. Yep. So, about 15 seconds away from second half action, it is 14-10, senior high on top. The Mansfield senior is the four seed, so... If they go on to win tonight, they will get another home game next week. If Lexington were to win tonight, they would likely be on the road. And they would, in theory, theory, if they win. I'm trying to pull it up here. We don't have any cell service I mean, up we, here. In we kind of talked. I mean, probably worst case, <clears throat> they would play a five seed. Right. So it, you know. Which uh, that would be... Rocky River, who they played a couple of years ago. Yep. And those people were very gracious to us. So a trip to Rocky River next week would not be the worst thing for the Minutemen if they get a win tonight. So they will receive to start the second half on a beautiful night. I stood outside there pretty much every break during the half, probably a good 10 minutes, and it is beautiful out tonight. The breeze is a little chilly, but all in all, you couldn't ask for a better Final Friday of the month of October. Absolutely. I mean, we're heading into November next week. Yeah, the temperatures uh, take a hit next weekend. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Here we go. Minutemen student section has brought the infamous boombox over, and they've got it playing now. <laughs> and we are underway. Quentin Debolt kicks it deep to start the second half. And Avery Crawford's going to have a chance at this one. To the 10, to the 15. Actually, it's Dontrell Hughes, and he's going to get hit and taken down at the 22. And oh. We, we might oh. have a block in the back here. And a little bit of extra going on after the play. <laughs> Dijon Corbin getting into it a little bit with Bryston Hess, who was a hero last week for the Minutemen. But, yeah, I think we're going to get a hold, actually, on the Minutemen on the return here. And that will back them up. To start this drive at their own 12, I think, is where they're going to end up putting this thing down. And, well, they'll mm. say the 13. So not good starting field position for the Minutemen to start the second half. 
It's actually the eight, sir. That is the eight-yard line. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it was a spot foul yep. because he returned it out to the 22, but he committed the foul, I guess, at the 16 because that would mean it was half the distance to the goal, and they'll start at the eight. Minutemen trailing by four, but they've got a chance here to get this lead back to start the second half. They're going to have to go 92 yards to do it. Caudell empty backfield to start the half, and he's going to run on first down, and he's going to run right forward out to about the 10, a gain of two. Second and eight coming up. And if you're the Minutemen, in my humble opinion, you want to shorten this game as much as you can. Keep the clock rolling. Don't give senior high a ton of chances. And that's really what they did in the first half. Right. That's why I kind of said, kind of do the same thing you you know you were doing, definitely offensively. Like to see a little more carries for the running back versus Joe, but they obviously see something when they spread them out. Four wide receivers are going to go off to the right, one to the left. Caudell empty backfield, second and eight takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's got Avery Crawford, and he undershoots him as he was hit, and he barely got it out of there. Man, the Tigers only brought four there, but they were in there. And they have brought some blitzes tonight, but if you can get in there like that with a four-man rush, it's going to be a long second half for the Minutemen offense. Yeah, a lot of Owens came off the left side almost unabated. Well, something the Minutemen have done a lot tonight is they've had at least one tight end out there just a block, and it, is, it has been effective. But on that play with the empty backfield, they've only got five linemen. And here, senior high showing a big blitz on third and eight. Empty backfield again for... Joey Caudell, here we go from the 10, and we've got a whistle and a flag before the play, and I think that's a delay of game. It's going to be a half the distance, which would be the five-yard penalty down to the five now. It's going to set up a third and 13, and this is how yep. the Minutemen got <laughs> annihilated at home in the first quarter by the Tigers. They were just stuck in their own end until senior high eventually just wore them down. And not a good start to the half for the Minutemen here. Yeah, the, the worst thing you want to do is, number one, turn the ball over. Or, I mean, you're going to have to punt into the wind. So, senior high is going to get good field position if you don't convert. Third and 13, Crawford off to the left by himself. Four wide receivers again to the right. Big blitz coming from the Tigers, it looks like, anyway. Caudell back to pass. He's got Carter Newman wide open, middle of the field. 25, down the far sideline, 30. It's a foot race, 45. Back to the middle of the field, 45. And down to the 42. First down, minute mid. Carter Newman was wide open. I mean, I almost said it pre-snap. I mean, they're sending more blitzers than we can pick up. So if Joe just has enough time to make the pass, like you said, wide open and great pickup. Get out of your end zone. You're on the plus side of the field. And that was clearly an adjustment there because the Tigers, they were not shy about showing that blitz. Caudell picked it up pre-snap, I think, because Carter Newman just cut right to the middle of the field and he was wide open. First and 10 minute men all the way down to the senior high 41. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Caudell, they're going to run it on first down. Markel Martin, he's going to lower his shoulder. Only his third carry of the night. And he's going to pick up three. And he now has 12 yards rushing on the night. And it's a second and seven minute men down to the senior high 38-yard line. Nice to see Newman making some contributions to the team. It's been a long time of coming, a long season. You know, senior, biggest game of the year. 
And there was a little while there where his parents didn't even know if he would be back this year. I mean, they thought he would be, and then things just didn't kind of progress as fast as they thought. But, man, a big play there for Carter. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Second and seven, Caudell in the pistol back to pass. He's going to throw a little screen play. Carter Newman again, and he tripped and fell. He had all kinds of room, and he tripped down at the 36. He did pick up two, and it's going to set up a third and five. But, man, again, he earlier he was looking up because he knew he had room and dropped the pass. That time he was looking upfield and just tripped. I mean, no, he, he had room. <laughs> That's too much. Sensory overload for him. Coach is like, no, you're staying in. We need you. So two off to the left. Two to the right on a big third down here, third and five. Minute man at the senior high, 36. Caught L in the pistol with Markel Martin. He sends Carter Wilson in motion and takes the snap. He's going to throw it. Carter Wilson catches, 35, and he makes a move down to the 31. And I think they've got the first down. Oh, no, they're going to say fourth. What? It was going to be a gain of four. They needed five. Uh, so he got to the go 32. Here. Yep, it's going to be fourth and a half a yard. Yeah. Great play call there by Lexington. I think they're seeing some things over the middle, kind of misdirection, and having a receiver leak out. Fourth and one. Caudell in the pistol. And senior high going to burn. Whoa. They're going to burn an early timeout nice. here to start the half. They're thinking. They're thinking. 8.33 to go, third quarter. It's Mansfield Senior 14, Lex 10 on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. It is a big fourth and just about a yard here for the Minutemen. They're at the senior high 32. And they're going to go for it out of the timeout. Two wide to the right, two to the left, Caudell in the pistol. He's looking around, maybe trying to change something here. Now he's ready. He sends Carter Newman in motion. They'll take the snap. Caudell off the left side. He's got plenty of room and a first down minute, man. Down to the 29. He needed one. He got three. And a fresh set of downs. Now Joey limping a little bit, but he's going to stay in there. I don't know if he maybe banged knees with somebody. What's good is you pick the first down up. You're out of your own end zone back here, but the clock is Clock ticking. is rolling. It's 8.20 right now in the third. They'll send Crawford and Newman off to the left. Fogle and Wilson off to the right. Pistol again for Caudell. A new set of downs. First and 10 at the 29. He will give to Markel Martin off the right side. He's got some room. Now cuts it back up to the middle and down to the 22. What I like is ball security there. As soon as he got in the, in the weeds there, he kind of covered up pretty good and got a couple more yards after. Gain of seven, second and three for the Minutemen. Nearing the red zone. They're down to the 22-yard line. Trying to get this lead back. You're in no hurry here. No hurry. Senior high up 14 to 10. 7.35 to go, third quarter. Caudell with two to the right. 
Two to the left, sends Carter Wilson in motion, but they'll give Markel Martin left side down to the 21. He only picked up one there. That'll bring up a third and two. Got to say, this is probably two down territory. I would say so. You've done it all night. Why not keep it up now? And they're going into the win. I mean, this is well within Will Perkins' field goal range, but you're down four and you're going into the win, so why not just go for the touchdown? Last game of the year, Brent. Can't hold anything back now. <laughs> That's a good one. I've been waiting all year to use that. So it is third and two. Minutemen down to the senior high 21. Two wide receivers off to the left. Two to the right. Caudell pistol again with Markel Martin. Sends Newman in motion. He will give it to Markel, and he's going to get maybe a yard, but he's short of the first down, and they're going to have another fourth and one coming up. Yeah, I thought when the first to play Oh, oh. And now, oh, he threw his own player down. Lala Owens had to get in there he said, and get him out of here. He had to get Dejon Corbin out of the scuffle because yeah, he would have picked up personal foul. The last thing the Tigers need here is to give the Minutemen a free first down. It's fourth and one. Tigers mm. trying to bait the Minutemen into a penalty here, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lex calls a timeout here. Well, they're going to have to. Five on the play clock, yeah. unless they hurry up. Nah, I would call a timeout. He got it. He got the timeout. He got the timeout. He got it. And Coach Saris is going to take a timeout. Minutemen were late getting into the huddle and getting out of the huddle. Yeah, fans were getting a little restless there. Well, I think Coach Saris was asking for the play clock to be reset. Yeah. They did not do that, so he said, all right, if you're not going to reset it, I'll yeah. take a timeout. It's a great timeout. I mean, you got the momentum right now. you got kind of senior high on their heels a little bit. Huge fourth and half a yard. I mean, you pick this up, you know, you're in good shape. Well, and the Minutemen here have managed to, regardless of what happens to end the drive, they've already taken six <laughs> yeah. minutes off this clock. And I just thought of something, too. We'll get the win in the fourth quarter. So you've kind of negated – the kind of weather advantage you had with the wind. I mean, six minutes, drive's not over yet. So here we go. Each team now with two timeouts left. Fourth and one. Two wide receivers left, two to the right. Caudell will send Wilson in motion, and he's going to take it up the middle. Spins and gets the first down. Joey Caudell, what a gutsy play. Yeah. And he signals first down for the minute, man. He needed one. He got two. It's almost like he uses that spin to his advantage. Every like time. Baits it one way and spins the opposite way. And with his big frame, he just leaned over and got the first down. Huge well, pickup. He used that same move last week to score a touchdown against mm -hmm. Ashland on a goal line play. And the Minutemen in the State Farm red zone brought to you by Gary Fagan. First and 10 at the 18. Caudell in the shotgun this time. It's going to be a halfback pass. Markel Martin throws it back to oh! Joey Caudell, and he bobbled it and dropped it. Was that the Philly special? That might have been the Philly special. <laughs> oh, he kind of hope he didn't tweak his ankle there. Now oh. he, I think he's just mad he didn't catch it. That Man, would have been a tough catch, Great though. play call, though. Nobody saw that one coming. And it'll be second and 10. Minutemen at the senior high 18. They'll bring Mason Green off and send Carter Wilson back on. I like the play call, though. You're playing loose. I mean, good play call. Second and 10. They'll send Crawford and Newman off to the left. Wilson and Fogel off to the right. Pistol for Caudell. 
at the 18-yard line. He takes the snap. He's going to try to throw, and he does. Into the far corner of the end zone. Avery Crawford is down there. It's incomplete, and we've got pass interference on the offense. Nah, it's going to go defense. against Crawford. No, I think they're – no. Well, the referee in the end zone said Minutemen. Mm -mm. We'll see. Derek's going to owe me a pizza after the game <laughs> if I'm right. Ah, you owe me a pizza. Oh, they switched it. <laughs> well, I think we you need to go to the pizza. instant replay. Well, let's see. The referee I'll that threw the flag, flag came in and said <laughs> – he was confused. He was confused. <laughs> and now I owe Derek a pizza. Yeah, there's a couple next door. You can just give me one of those. So it was on the Tigers down in the corner of the end zone. It's going to be a free first down for the Minutemen, and they will have it first and goal at the nine. Yeah. They are nine yards away from taking this lead back, and we're already into the second half of the third quarter. Yeah, 526, 526 to left. go. I mean, they're just burning clock. Oh, resetting the play clock. Yep, here we go. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Oh. Now we're going to get set. Two wide receivers left, two to the right, in the pistol again for Caudell, first and goal at the nine. He sends Newman in motion. Caudell will keep it, and he's going to go right into the teeth of that Tiger defense. Yes. No gain. You got to keep him honest. And, hey, you know what? We've talked about it time and time again. Keep that clock rolling. I mean, that's not the worst play in the world. Yeah. At least by keeping the clock rolling, you're doing something productive even when you're not gaining yardage. So oh Yeah, you're going to be under five here right now. And it's second down. And the least amount of time the Tigers have the football, the better for the Minutemen. Second and goal from the nine. Two wide left, two wide right. Caudell hands it off. Markel Martin, he's stuffed again. The Tigers are just dialing in now up the middle. And Markell's actually going to lose a yard back, well, maybe two, back to the 11, I don't third and goal. I don't understand why it's fourth down. I don't think it should be. No, it says fourth down. Why is it fourth down? Do we lose it down? You know what, the... Derek? Maybe they didn't have enough yardage on the penalty to give them a first um, down. So it was half the distance. So okay. I apologize. Yeah, me too. If you're I listening was, at home, yeah. they only needed two yards that whole time. Yeah. So now we got to kick a field goal. And they didn't get any. So, yeah, it's going to be fourth and two. Will Perkins on now to attempt a 27-yarder. He's right in the middle of the field. It's a good snap and a good hold. And we've got to have a roughing the kicker there. The referee didn't call anything. Will Perkins wow. got annihilated. And even he gets up asking the referee, why was there no call? I don't think the referee even I was even looking. I saw it. Well, but the, the field goal's good. The kick was good. I don't know how that wasn't a roughing the kicker call. I think Saris is asking him right now. Will Perkins. Well, now Mason Green is asking. And Joey Caudell, the holder, he's, got up yeah, and he was like, asking the quarterback. Why is that not? So I I'm think not they're sure. they're asking right now. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. That's what they're all going to say. I don't think the referee actually did see it. That's the guy that should have made the call right there with the white hat. So the referee is explaining now to Coach Saris why it's not a roughing the kicker. Coach Saris doesn't look satisfied, no, but I don't think he likes the can't change it now. And the Minutemen cut this deficit down to one, 14 to 13. On a 27-yard field goal by Will Perkins. He's now two for two on the night. And it is now 14-13. I mean, what a what a drive for the Minutemen. I mean, started at their own eight, 
took a ton of time off there, and you get points. So, yeah, we would have wanted a touchdown, but that just inches you one closer. Yeah, they took 7.54 off the clock. Senior high hasn't had the ball here in the nope. second half yet. And that's one of the keys to the game was to keep their offense off the field. Here we go. Will Perkins has it up on the tee. He is going to squib it. And it's going to be taken by Nate Dismuke, and there he goes down the far sideline, 50, and he's going to be taken down at the Lex 45. I'm just going to say something. I don't understand with a guy with a leg like Will, why are we squibbing it? Like, kick it. I understand a little bit with the wind, but you can't put your defense in this position against senior high. Yeah, they're going to have great field position here. They're going to say Dismuke went out of bounds actually at the 44. Well, here we go. A minute minute now. Yep, got to make a play. First and 10 Tigers at the Lex 44 to start this drive. Duke Reese going to be in the shotgun with Jameer Petty as the back on his left hip. Got two wide receivers off to the left. It's Jayante O'Brien and Amar Davis. Nate Dismuke by himself to the right. Duke Reese takes the snap. He's going to give Petty up the middle, and he's got all kinds of room, and there he goes down to the 25, and a first down down to the 24, a gain of 20. Great tackle by Hughes because if he don't get him, it's six. And now the Tigers are going to go tempo. Back into the shotgun already, first and 10. Duke Reese takes the snap. They'll give again Petty. This time the Minutemen get him no gain. This time they were in there. And you don't ever want to start trading points, but you would never uh, turn down a field goal here. Especially against these guys. <laughs> and Diebolt has already missed one. And the Tigers really in this position. I, You know, if you can force a fourth and ten or so, I don't think they can't afford to go for it. Mm-mm. I wouldn't think. Second and 10, Duke Reese in the pistol. He takes, he's going to give again to Petty. And this time, Petty's bottled up again, and he's going to lose a yard. And Mason Green was in there and spun him around and brought him down. Third and 11 coming up. Wait for the ends to stay home and kind of turned him into the teeth of the defense, and the linebackers were there to clean it up. But big third and 11, he actually lost a yard. So they're at the Lex 25 now, and... I wouldn't necessarily say this is the play of the game, but this uh, this huge. could big. lead to the play of the game one way or another. Third and 11. Duke Reese in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. He takes. He's going to try to throw, and he's going to have to get out of there first, and he does. He's going to run it down the near sideline. We've yes, got a hold. We've got a hold on the Tigers. <laughs> And Mason Green was not having any of it as he drove Zion Brown into the sideline afterwards. He's like, you're not holding, you're holding. (laughs) So this will actually push the Tigers back into an even worse position here. This is going to be third and a mile. You've already said if you can hold them to a three attempt here, that's a win. I mean, that's a win. But now they're not even in field goal range. This is going to push them well out of field goal range. They're going to go all the way back now to the 32, 30, yeah, the 32-yard line. I mean, I don't want to speak this in existence, but you need to find number eight because this is the perfect play call for that little screen and have him just use his speed to get up the field. This is going to be third and a mile. 
Third and 18. There's the formation. Tigers going to have three to the right, one to the left. Duke Reese in the shotgun. Lex needs a big stop here. From the 32, he takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to be flushed. He's going to have to roll. We've got another hold, and he's still running. Duke Reese down the near sideline at the 10, down to the 2, but coming we've got back. another hold, and this baby's coming back again. I love it. Love it. And you know what keeps forcing these holding penalties, Derek, is Braden Fogle's getting in yep. there and making Duke have to run. And when he starts what? to run. What? He picked the flag up. Unbelievable. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. What? The play, How? The play is going to stand. And now the Tigers are going to have it at the two. And now Coach Sarah's trying to get another explanation from the same referee. I mean, he's like, I, did, I, did, I would love to hear what they're saying because that was clearly a hold. Wow. <sighs> Big penalty taken back, and that's not the first one. Saris has given him the business, which he should. Oh, man. First and goal now at the two. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. Well, that just sucked the air out of the place. <laughs> I think even the senior high fans are like, like come what? on. Exactly. Two wide to the right, one to the left. First and goal at the two, Duke Reese in the pistol. He will take a high snap, and now he's going to have to run it on his own on a broken play, and he's in for a touchdown. Unbelievable. On a play that should not have even happened. Well, silver lining in everything. I mean, if the extra point's good, it's 21-13, still a one-score game, so – you gotta find some silver lining because that was just well, ridiculous. It's either a hold or it's not. I mean, right. you, you, you I don't mean, throw the flag thinking it's a hold and then reconsider it. That's one of those penalties where, you yeah. know, on a pass interference, maybe you throw it and realize, ah, I mean, maybe they, didn't they even were just, talk to another ref about no. it. I mean, that was, was just, just uh, the umpire saying, "This is the call. I'm picking the flag up." Unbelievable. Oh well. Quentin Diebold on. This is a huge extra point to make it an eight-point game. A little bit of a low snap, and now we've got a flag and an offside. Yeah, kick is good. We'll decline it. Unless senior high wants to make this a two-possession uh, game, they could try to make it nine here. I don't know, man. That's kind of risky. They would have it at the one if they choose. Because if you don't get it, Lexington scores seven or goes for two. Well, I would think here you would either accept points. it and take the point. I don't think they would make them redo the try. The kick, no, they can decline it and the kick is good. Coach Bradley, I think, is trying to get all of his options. <laughs> I love Coach Bradley because yeah. he's just like me. He's wearing short sleeves and shorts, but he's wearing the winter hat. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Oh. They're going to redo the kick. Uh, that's Okay. <laughs> it just takes me back to Wayne's world. Oh my God. The referee's mic was cutting in and out. Can I drink? Too many 90s references tonight. <laughs> so the extra point redo by Quentin Diebolt is good. And it is now 21 to 13. Senior high with their biggest lead of the night of eight points. We'll see if the Minutemen can answer again. 137 to go in the third quarter on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. 
Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Now we'll see if the Minutemen can answer here with this resilient offense. They've done it time and time again this year, but now they've got to get a touchdown and two. And the challenge tonight for the Minutemen has been getting into the end zone. They've gotten down near the end zone several times tonight. They've ended up getting into the red zone three times and converting all three times, but two of the three were just field goals. You know, you got to think if you get touchdowns on all three of those, you know, we've got a tie ball game. Right. But here we are, 21-13, senior high up eight. 137 to go in the third quarter. Debolt kicks it deep, and this is going to go into the end zone. No return possible for Dontrell Hughes. Minutemen football on the touchback. We'll come out to the 20. I mean, if you're Lexington, you've got to stay up. There's so much positive things happening right now on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you just went almost 90 yards, and you got some points on the board. I mean, keep your heads up. They're, they're right where they need to be. And you got to think, too, there's still more stuff in the bag here for the Minutemen offense. They've got some stuff that they haven't brought out this year that they may start trying. And we've already seen it a couple times tonight. First and 10 minute men after the touchback, they'll take over at their own 20, trailing by eight. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. They'll stay in the pistol with Caudell. He takes the snap. He's going to throw on first down to Braden Fogle. Down here on the Thank near sideline, it's incomplete, but we've got two flags. two flags. Hey, hey, hey. As if the first one wasn't enough. <laughs> I don't know why they throw multiple flags, and it was late. Oh, well, he threw his flag. I'm going to throw mine. Definitely not taking that one back. No. Orange drink. All right, catch up. Yeah, Lexington uh, Faithful is happy about that, but. Yep, 15-yard penalty out to we'll the 35. Two wide to the left, two to the right. It is a new set of downs for the Minutemen, first and 10. Caudell sends Carter Wilson in motion and takes the snap. He's going to throw a little screen play to Braden Fogle, Blew and he up. is going to get cut down right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I almost wish they would have hit the other receiver coming out, maybe pump fake the Braden side. Yeah, that was Carter Wilson yeah, over Carter there. Carter Wilson over there. And they have done that they've already. Set, yeah, they've been setting it up, so. We'll see here. And that all that's it's also a play the Minutemen have run this year, and they kind of depend on their receiver to make one man miss. Yeah. If you can make one man miss, you get 10 yards. Right. And that time Braden just couldn't do it, and it was to the near side. He didn't have a whole lot of room to work. Mm-hmm. It is second and 10 at the 35, two wide left, two wide right. Caudell again, pistol takes the snap. He's back. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to throw down the middle of the field, and he overshoots Braden Fogle yeah, down at the much. 20. Fogle did have a step, but Caudell just kind of put it up there, and it hung up there. And he had great protection. He stepped up, slid up in the pocket. I mean, that was a, got, some, got some weight behind that throw. I mean, it was a good throw. Here is now it's do or die time. You cannot give the ball back to the Tigers. And I mean, 
Lexington's defense is completely capable of getting a stop, but you don't want to have to put them in that position. Yeah. you got to try to score on this drive. But now it's third and ten at their own 35. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's pump fakes. Looks oh. left, and he throws a pick to Jayante O'Brien down the near sideline. He's going to step out of bounds at the 22. He read that one. That's the first mistake that Joe has made tonight, and it's a big one. And now senior high will have it at the Lex 20, first and 10. Are they going to get a sideline warning again or what? <laughs> well, if it is, that's got to be a penalty. They're... I mean, why is, what's Bradley upset about? Uh, Crawford's down. Yep, Avery Crawford for the Minuteman. His first game as a Minuteman. He's had some positive contributions. Absolutely. So he's down here at the 20. And it looks just like a cramp. Yeah. So we've got an injury timeout. It's 21 to 13, senior high on top, but they get their first turnover of the game. A pick by Jayante O'Brien, 35 seconds to go in the third quarter. So as fast as that quarter went, it slowed a ton. <laughs> it did. Lex started the half with a seven minute and 54 second drive. And ended with a field goal. Senior high answered right back with a touchdown after a controversial no call yeah, on a hold. That was huge. And now, after a turnover, senior high's got a chance to maybe put this thing out of reach. Yeah, bust it open a little bit. I mean, once again, you get out of here with a field goal attempt, you know, the blow's a little less painful, but still points on the board. Yeah. I don't know what Bradley, Chokey's like, I really think adamant about well, something over here. I think one of the referees had to escort one of the players over and just say, "Hey, you know, they're, they're talking a little bit." Oh, uh, you, you know what? He got down. the interception and he was waving yes. to the student section, so yes. maybe that's what they're talking about. Chokey's like, "No." Instead of throwing the flag, I mean, he's they're upset. giving Coach he's Bradley giving the one warning. Yeah, he's giving them the business too. I guess, so I used to do the chains, and Chokey does get into the refs. He does get into them. All the great ones do. Yeah, he's a good coach. Too wide to the right. Lala Owens split off by himself to the left. Haven't seen this yet tonight. First and ten, Tigers, they're going to hand it off. Zion Brown cuts back up the middle, and he'll get four. Second and six coming up, and the Tigers in the red zone now at the 16. They're, they're in no hurry, and they might just let this run down. Let's see here. 18 seconds left in the third. Well, they might run one more play. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Second and six down at the Lex 16. Duke Reese, well, they will take it into the fourth quarter. That's how the quarter will end. And the Tigers will take an eight-point lead into the quarter, their biggest lead of the game. 21 to 13. We'll see what the Minutemen can do when we come back for fourth quarter action on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Now we'll flip ends here, and senior high will go towards the west end zone. They're in the fourth quarter, and they've got the ball, second and six at the Lexington 16-yard line. It is 21-13, Minutemen trailing by eight. And got a tall task in front of them, because not only do they have to force at least a field goal here or maybe a turnover, some positive defensive stand, then they've got to at least score twice (laughs) regardless. I mean, no matter how many senior high scores here, if they score, Lex still has to score twice. But certainly you'd want to hold them to three if you can. Second and six to start the fourth quarter. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Duke Reese and the pistol with Zion Brown. He takes the snap. He's going to fake a give and throw to the end zone. Nate Dismuke. Can't reach up and grab it. It's incomplete. Third and six coming up. All right. Almost every play, there's somebody from senior high and Lex just jawing. So you know both teams want this game. Yeah. I mean, this would be the biggest win for Lexington. And I don't know how long. Long time. You know, Derek, we were talking in the pregame. Lexington has won the OCC in 2008 in 2016, mm-hmm. which means they've won it every eight years. Well, mm-hmm. next year would be the eighth year in the sequence, and this right. this ball club, they've got a shot next year to make a run at the conference. Third and six, Duke Reese. And we've got a false start, I think, on yep. the right side of the Tiger offensive line there. That's what we want. Back and it up. was. That might have been Fat Man Thomas on the right side there. He just got a step early, and he's, he even held his hand up and said, yeah, <laughs> it was me. me. Third and 11 now. Yeah, what you were just talking about. I mean, sophomores everywhere on this Lexington, you know, team. Even Crawford, the new kid transferring in, another sophomore. So, future is definitely bright. And the seniors the Minutemen do lose this year, they're big seniors. But there's not a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I think there's only 12 seniors on the entire team for Lex this year. That's the least amount I can remember in quite a while. The future is absolutely bright. You've got some other young kids coming up, too. Third and 11, big play here at the 21-yard line. Duke Reese with three to the right, one to the left. He takes the pistol snap. He's going to look left and roll left and throw left down to the end zone. It is incomplete. Carter Newman tipped it away. La La Owens had it. Uh, He better be careful there. And Carter tipped it. (laughs) Incomplete, fourth and 11. He made sure the receiver knew that the play was incomplete. And now they will send on Quentin Diebolt for another try. I mean, this isn't a chip shot, but he definitely, you know, the wind's kind of blowing against him. Well, he missed a 39-yarder going the other way earlier. This is going to be a 39-yarder going into the wind. Yeah, it's not a chippy. I don't think he's got it from here, Stay Derek. Stay off the kicker. <laughs> yep. I would just play safe. Yep, go no back fakes. And... Let him, if he's going to miss it, let him do it on his own. Snap is a good one. Hold is a good one. The kick is up, and the kick is no wide to the right. No Not good. close. The Minutemen have wow. a chance. Wow. Nice. Still a one-possession game, 11.43 to go. 
in the ball game. It's 21 to 13, senior high, but the Minutemen get a stop. They get the stop they needed, and the big yep. thing there was the five-yard false start. Well, the big thing, too, is no points on that drive. So it's a one-score game, technically. So the Minutemen, after the missed field goal, they'll take over at their own 20. First and 10. They'll have Crawford by himself to the right. Three wide receivers to the left. Caudell in the pistol with Markel Martin takes the snap. They'll throw on first down. He's going to have to roll to the right. Caudell, he's going to throw it up the sideline, and he overshot his man, and it is picked off. Down the far sideline, Jaden Gross is in the scorebook with an interception. Two in a row for the Minutemen. And now that could be the momentum swing that puts the game away. Well, Joe and the receiver Crawford are kind of talking a little bit. I think Joe has actually expected him to really go deep. Crawford was kind of caught up with the coverage. Well, Joey was rolling to the right there and kind of waved Crawford to head up the sideline so he could lob it. And, yeah, it just was kind of a play on the fly there. And. I mean, guess what? <laughs> New on the field, but I'm sure they practice together. So, but yeah, that's just typically not a mistake that Joe makes, you know. But like you said, got to got to take chances here. Yeah, got to lean on the defense again. One wide receiver to the left, three to the right. 11:34 to go in the game. Senior high will start this drive at the Lex 42. Duke Reese in the shotgun. Duke waiting for the snap. Now he's going to run up to the line here and say something. Maybe he sees a blitz coming. He takes the snap. He'll hand it off up the middle. Jameer Petty, he's going nowhere. Maybe a yard. Second and nine coming up. At the Lex 41 now. Gave him one yard on that. I'll tell you what, this game next year here at at Senior Week 6, that is going to be... It's going to be something cool else. <laughs> because seniors losing some guys and Lex not, not losing a whole lot. Yeah. That is going to be something else next year. Senior High is going to have a new quarterback next year. Duke Reese, the senior, in the pistol, second and nine, takes the snap and Petty again, left side. And he's going to nice be dropped down by Cam Boozer. Back at the 42, they'll lose two. Third and 11 coming up, and the Minutemen have another chance third to get this ball back. Yeah, third and long. Stay home. Well, third and ten, but still. Yep, so they'll lose one yard there. Back to the 42, the original line of scrimmage. Second and, or excuse me, third and ten. One wide left, three wide right. Duke Reese in the shotgun. He's something checking out of it. He's going to look over for a new play call. We haven't seen him do this a whole lot tonight, but he is looking over for a completely new call. Four, three. And he got the playoff. They said he's going to be sacked. Ah! Aiden Nickel got him. Back at the 46. I don't think the Tigers knew what they were doing. Absolutely not. And instead of taking a timeout, they just snapped it. Duke Reese didn't know what to do, and he just kind of fell. Aiden Nickel got him. Yeah, you've already said it. I mean, Fogle has only got one sack, but what he's doing on that outside is turning everything inside. And he definitely is beating his man off the ball and turning him in. So now it's a punt. We just talked about the Minutemen 
not losing a whole lot next year. One thing they are going to miss is Aiden Nickel and Matt Sheets as the punt by Debolt is going to bounce and hit and actually roll yep. back for the Minutemen to the 12. We'll take it. So, hey, it's not the greatest field position, but they get another stop, right. and they'll take over at their own 13. But anyway, that's arguably the two you're going to miss the most just because the Minutemen don't have a ton of depth on the line. Mm -hmm. Aiden Nickel and Matt Sheets have been spectacular all year. Right. And with Braden Fogle, those two seniors have just been menacing to opposing quarterbacks this year. And Aiden Nickel there, his first sack of the night. And the Minutemen with a big punt, a forced three and out. And they'll get the ball back with 9.27 to go. Nah, let's go here. Down eight, first and ten. And for a young quarterback like Caudell who just made a mistake, the best thing you can do is give it right back to him. One wide right, three wide left. They'll run on first down up the middle. And it's going to be Mason Green for maybe a yard, second and nine coming up. You don't necessarily have to rush here, Derek, but if you don't get a two-point conversion, you're in trouble if you yeah. don't save some time. Right. So first things first, though, the Minutemen have to get out of their own end and pick up a first down here. I mean, yeah, nine minutes seems like a lot, but it's going to be – we're going to be under nine here really quick. And, yeah, you might have to pick up the pace a little bit to get down the field. It's a final up in Tiffin. The Colombian Tornadoes beat up on Ashland 49-21. to Second and nine, Lex at their own 14. Caudell with two wide each way in the pistol. Takes the snap. He's going to throw. And it's through the hands oh, of Avery Crawford gosh. and picked off again. And it's going to be Gross again. Jaden Gross with his second pick in a row. <laughs> Last three possessions. Three, uh. yeah, three possessions in a row. The Minutemen have thrown a pick. That one, though, went through the hands and up in the air of Avery Crawford into the secondary there. And... I mean, Man, Joe had some mustard on that one. Maybe take a little bit off of that, but, yeah, you got to come down with that. So a turnover, and now the senior high Tigers again with a chance to put the game away. They haven't the last two tries. They have it again and down at the Lex 22. I mean, say what you will. We don't know the final of this game, but Lexington has definitely showed up today. Absolutely. They're going to give Coach Bradley a lot to think about this offseason heading into next year. First and 10 at the 22. Duke Reese in the pistol. Takes a high snap and gets it to Zion Brown. And nice he's going to be blown up in the backfield. And guess, guess who? who? Cam Boozer is in there again. He almost needs to do the Bosa shoulder shrug. I mean. And Boozer, I mean, he's going to be back next year. He's only a junior. Yeah, I mean. My goodness. And he's got, got a, a little down. brother on the way up, too. Got somebody down. And one of the linemen for the Minutemen down. Looks like maybe a cramp. Had a couple tonight. We'll take a quick break with them. 8.15 to go in the game. It's 21-13, to 13, senior high up by eight with the ball, second and 13 at the Lex 25 when we come back on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name and get this they actually say it's called service insurance with a local agent it's called service call state farm agent gary fagan in mansfield today this is Braden fogel and you're listening to minimum football on fearthevillage.com 
Well, it was Aiden Nickel. He's limping off, hopefully just a cramp. And men need him. And unfortunately, if they do end up losing tonight, this will be Aiden Nichols' last game. So you definitely don't want to go out this way. Hopefully he can come back. He's kind of shaking it off a little bit. So hopefully get him back out there in a minute. It is second and 13. The Tigers have the ball at the Lex 25. And senior high having a little trouble getting lined up here. <laughs> Had to shift everyone around. Three wide to the right now. Amar Davis by himself to the left. Duke Reese in the pistol. He's going to take. He's going to pump fake to the right. Now he's going to roll back to the oh, left. Nice and he's going to run down the far sideline. 15, 10, and he steps out of bounds at the five. First down and goal coming up for the Tigers. And unfortunately, this may be, if they can get into the end zone here enough, to put the game away. I mean, that's the first time that Reese kind of beat him with his legs tonight. I mean, a couple other runs, but that definitely was the biggest run he's had. First and goal, Tigers at the five, too wide to the right. Zion Brown is the back for Duke Reese, who's in the pistol. He takes. He's going to throw. Now he's going to roll to the right. Braden Fogle's going to get there. Duke Reese had to actually switch hands and throw it with his right hand. Incomplete to Good Nate Dismuke. Good pressure. Second and five coming up. 7.47 to go in the game. Clock stops. Senior high up eight. I mean, you can hold him to three. That's still a two score, but it's an easier two score to... Even if you can just get in there, maybe force a fumble. Mm -hmm. Now's the time for a big play if you're the minute men. Yeah, just holding them to three here even is not enough. An 11-point game with this little time left. It's going to be a tough one to come back. Second and goal from the five. Duke Reese will hand off this time. Brown up the middle yep. untouched. Touchdown, Tigers. <sighs> and they now lead by 14. 27-13, 7.42 to go. Extra point pending by Quentin Diebolt. Well, if you're the Tigers here, I mean, you could go for two, honestly. It's a two-possession game either way, but if you could go up 16, that's virtually... Yeah, then you need two touchdowns, yeah. two two-point conversions. Yep. You know. But they are going to go for the extra point. I mean, that's just kind of a personal preference, whichever way you want. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the way Senior High's defense has played here in the second half. Well, just the turnovers. Yep. Turnovers is what's doomed them in the second half. Lex, that is. Diebolt, extra point, is up, and it is just barely through the left upright and good. 28-13, to 7.42 to go. Senior High on top here at Arlen Field on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, 
There's 7.42 to go. The Minutemen now trail by 15. I'm not counting them all the way out quite yet, but this would be one of the better comebacks probably in the history of Lexington football if they can pull it off. I mean, they have the wind, so, I mean, you're going to have to start taking some deep shots here. Mm -hmm. We'll see, too. Maybe Senior High will kind of let up a little bit and just try to make sure the big play doesn't happen. Big thing here for, for Joey is just take what they give you. Yep. Don't force it. Yep. If, if you've got a little five-yard out route, take it. Just keep the chains moving. Squib kick this time, and it's going to be taken by Mason Green at the 20, 25, 30, <laughs> 35 with a Superman dive. <laughs> we'll Not a bad it. return there. Good field position for the Minutemen to set up here at their own 35. You know, he by, wasn't, you know he wasn't going to down it. Well, this is his potentially last game. Down 15 with 7.36 to go. Lex needs a fairly quick score here. New Philly got smoked tonight by Ursuline, 42 to 7. So not a good night so far for the <laughs> OCC. <laughs> it looks like the only two teams left after tonight is going to be West Holmes and Mansfield. First and 10 from the 35. Caudell in the pistol. Oh, it's a man. high snap. He bobbled it, and he's going to go down four yards deep. They'll be generous and say he lost three. <laughs> Second and 13 coming up. He just kind of – it was a little bit of a high snap, but he also bobbled it. Straight up into the air, and by the time he came back down with it, the Tigers were already in there. Ontario up 31-22, fourth quarter. Shelby has already taken care of business. 40 to nothing over Cleveland Central Catholic. Galleon wins by 30. Moak having a great night. Second and 13, Caudell in the pistol takes the snap. He gives Mason Green dancing up the middle. And he'll get those three yards back, and it'll set up. Hey, actually, that was Markel Martin. It'll set up third and 10, back to the original line of scrimmage. And, yeah, that West Holmes game, that's – They've scored 109. It's West Holmes 56, Bryan 43. It's a ton of points. Man, West Holmes just every year cranking out points. I got a feeling, though, Derek, the Minutemen are going to get the uh, Knights at home next year. I think that's going to be a Lex win. Write it down. Third and 10, Caudell in the pistol again. He's going to have to run immediately, and he's going to get sacked. Now that's one thing Coach Bradley's done over the years. If he's got a lead late in the game, he he's brings more pressure. Than you can block. Yep. I mean, they disguised it great. We thought we were going to have double coverage on Fogle on the outside, and this guy that was up a little bit, he ended up blitzing, leaving one-on-one -on, -one on the outside. So yeah, I think it was nigh petty, maybe. Yeah, they just they just, they uh, disguised that very, very well. So the Minutemen will concede here, and they will punt it away with a fourth and 16. Nate Dismuke back at his own 36. Now the wind is kind of blowing straight from straight across the field. Pretty good punt by Markel Martin. It gets over into the sideline. Probably marked this out somewhere near the 50. Mm -hmm. We'll see where the referee marks it off. Well. This is one of those games too, Derek. They'll mark it at the 48 of Lex. So senior high again with great field position. This is one of those games, and it's kind of an old announcer's cliche, but 
this the the score was not necessarily indicative of how this no, game went. Absolutely not. The Minutemen are down 15 right now. This could easily be a four-point game. Right. I mean, three turnovers and three straight possessions does not help you at all. And then when senior high turns that into points, that's just a recipe for a disaster. At one point in this half, Lex was only down one. Now they're down 15. At the 48, Duke Reese on first and 10. He's going to hand it off and get this clock rolling. Jameer Petty up the middle. He's going to pick up five. Down to the Lexington 44. 5.20 to go. The clock is rolling. You know what, though, Derek? I mean, for the first time in five years, the Minutemen finished the regular season with a 500 record. They finished the OCC with a winning record. They checked off a couple more teams yeah. off that list that the Minutemen haven't beaten in quite a while. Clear Fork was one of those. They just could not beat the Colts for five years. Worcester they just at home. couldn't do it. They beat Worcester at Worcester. Worcester is another one. He checked off the list. Ashland. Oh, Ashland was the biggest one of the year. And Petty on second down is going to run right off the left side for a yard. Third down now coming up, third and four. But I kind of, and I know that, you know, us being here is not like the, the marker of all <laughs> Lexington history, but I like to kind of go by that because we kind of came in right after Cade Stover. So yep. it was sort of a new era. Yep. So I always go by the time we've been here covering Lexington, and it's mm -hmm. this is our fifth year. Right. Ashland, Worcester, and Clear Fork were all three teams that, well, Worcester last year they finally beat. Mm -hmm. But this year, Ashland and Clear Fork, the Minutemen had not beaten them in five years, they got that off the, the schneid this year. On third down, they're going to throw, and Amar Davis catches it's and loose. drops it. And they're uh, going to call it incomplete. Of course they are. <laughs> bang, bang. But Carter Newman again forcing an incomplete pass on a tip ball right after the receiver caught it. That's the second time tonight Carter's tipped it out of there. Well, and guess who was in there again? Fogle. I mean, he's had so many quarterback pressures today. I mean, we talk about silver linings, too. If you would have told me. You know, at halftime, we'd only be down four. After what they did to him last game, I mean, and they forced a punt. Here, and with so. three straight turnovers, yes. the Minutemen still only down 15, and they're going to get the ball back again. Right. To, I the, mean, to the fourth seed in this district. Diebel booms this one, and Hughes is going to make the fair catch down at the eight-yard line. And I know we keep saying it too, but this team is so young. Lexington is so young. Sophomores are everywhere. And we keep talking about that class because it's a special class. And they've got so many players on both sides of the ball that we get to see two more years. And they're making huge contributions. Well, and you get Gage Powell back as a senior next year. Bryston Hess is a senior. Will Perkins, the kicker, is going to be a senior. I mean, you get... You got a big kid in Graham Clark. He's 6'2", 200 pounds. I mean, yep. he hurt his back the first game of the year. I mean, he's another big kid. Bryce Barber will be back as a senior. We've called his name quite a bit this year. Cam Boozer might be the biggest junior coming back next year. So, right. David Biggers on that defensive line. I mean, yeah. and you then, of course, players. you got a great senior class next year and an even better junior class. On first down, uh. Caudell's going to take a sack in the end zone. It's going to be a safety. <laughs> so that'll make you're, it. You're exactly right. Someone's going to see the score and just be like, senior high demolished them. But the score was definitely 
not indicative of how this game has been played today. That'll make it 30 to 13. And now the Minutemen will have to free kick it away. Joe's got his head down because he probably feels like he left his team down, but he's had a heck of a year as a sophomore quarterback, first year starting. I mean, his future is bright. Absolutely. I am so excited to watch him play next year. His first full year as the quarterback. I mean, he's made strides since game one. I mean, yeah, he had three picks today, but that's just, you're just trying to make a play. You're just trying to to, to do some, take chances, like you said. You're the 13th seed. I mean, his teammates are consoling him because he's so upset because that's he's just a great leader. He plays both sides of the ball. He plays quarterback and he plays linebacker. He makes the defensive and offensive calls for the entire game. I mean, that's a lot well, to put on a sophomore. He's going to get bigger and faster and stronger, too. And he's going to be a big factor on the basketball court this oh, year, too, absolutely. for the minute. He's going to so, be a starter. He's going to start. So, I mean, definitely nothing to hang your head about. No, absolutely not. They've had a great – like you said, they've had a great season. Well, and, and this, too – what Coach Saris has done the last two years is he's checked off boxes progressively right. that you want to see building programs do. I mean, he's taken a step forward yep. each year. Yep. He's checked off bigger and better boxes each year. And now next year's the year you want to go try to make a run at that's the conference. The, yeah, that's the year. When those sophomores are all juniors, get some contributions from some other guys, you're right. That's the, that's the year. The free oh, kick is away. It's going to take a bounce down to the 30. Jayante O'Brien's going to pick it up. He's going to try to run it to the near side. He's got oh, some no. room, but we got another uh, yeah. flag. He's going to take this across the 50, and he's going to be hit hard <laughs> down at the 45, but it's coming back. Bryston Hess with the tackle. So unless they pick this up like they did earlier, it's going to be a hold <laughs> on senior high. They might. Uh, that's another thing, too. That was a huge, huge momentum in this second half with that holding call getting picked up off the – I mean, they would have had it probably third. It's going to be least, third and 25. Yeah, and they, they would have backed him up well out of field goal range. You get a stop there. With a one-point game yeah, at the time. it was a one-point game. So that was a huge – and I think – this is no excuse. I think a lot of the Lexington players probably stopped playing yeah, when yeah. they saw the flag. I think that definitely deflated you know, them. And, yep. You know, it is what it is, but I digress. So – it is now 30-13 to 13 after the safety. Senior high after the hold is actually just going to have it back at the 20, so that's as good as a touchback there on the free kick. And now I would expect senior high to run the ball, although last time we were here for the playoffs two years ago, Coach Bradley was still throwing rolling. with like a minute left. I remember <laughs> Jamarian Fagan got an interception. Senior high was up 21 oh, or something. Man. Still throwing. Zion Brown is the back on first down. Duke Reese takes and gives to him, and he is going nowhere. And Matt Sheets will get the tackle. His final game for the Minutemen. Cooper Dreibelbiss was in there as well, unfortunately. His final game as well, and Cooper Dreibelbiss, he has just been so big for this Minuteman defense this year. They're going to miss a couple of these kids. Um, but fortunately, like we've mentioned for Coach Saris, not a ton of seniors this year. That's the one bright spot, but every single one of these seniors plays a lot. Second and nine from the 21, Duke Reese. Back into that pistol again with Zion Brown. He takes the snap, 
He's going to give, and he's not going to go anywhere. Matt Sheets again. Cam Boozer in there. He's got some fans here. <laughs> yeah. So that'll bring up a third down. I mean, Minute Man Faithful have kind of hung out. 2.35 to go. Clock is rolling. And you know what? If you can get the ball back here and try to score, why not? Make it look a little better yeah. on paper. <laughs> but and yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say end the season on a positive yeah. note. I mean, third and 10. Duke Reese takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to roll left. He's going to keep running left. And Cooper Dreibelbiss is going to get him back at the 17. There you go. Matt Sheets, or a nickel, excuse me, was over there as well. Cooper Dreibelbiss, fourth down. Senior High will have to punt here. So the Minutemen will have another chance here to make something happen. They'll send Carter Wilson back to return, the senior. They'll give him one last chance to return a punt here. Dontrell Hughes will also head back there. A few of the Minutemen fans giving some of these seniors a standing ovation as they head off. And I love the fact that Braden Fogle just went over and gave Matt Sheets and Aiden Nickel both a hug as they headed off the field for the last time. Another leader. Another Braden leader Fogel is just a great leader. For yeah. as young as he is, he has really embraced that. The punt is going to bounce at the 50 and bounce backwards and take a minute man bounce. They're going to have this football at the 48-yard line, so they have a chance to score here and make this a little bit of a better score. They currently trail it 30-13, to 119 to go. Got all three timeouts, but may or may not use them. Can if they want to. I mean, Lexington has nothing to hang their heads about. Yes, Absolutely not. You want to win this game, of course. That's why you play to win the game. But, yeah, they left it out on the field. Well, you know what, Derek, if nothing else, they have left Coach Bradley with some, oh, yeah. some problems for next week. Yeah, because they've exposed a couple things. Lexington had some nice plays. I'll tell you what, Rocky River, man, they are a physical team too. First and ten, they'll hand it off. It's Mason Green. Getting a couple final touches here. He's yeah, going to get a tough two. Player. Yeah, Mason, the third and final green brother to come through. We're going to miss all of them. And they were all so special. Oh, yeah. They did different things. They did. You know what I mean? Like they weren't I would say Mason is much more like Corbin. Yep. And then Alex was just kind of his own guy. And he was fast. Woo. They all Pro had pretty good wheels. Second and eight. At the 46, Caudell takes the snap. He's going to try to throw, and he's going to take a shot. Over to the far sideline, Carter Wilson couldn't bring it in. That's cool, looking for the senior. Incomplete. Third and eight. Carter Wilson, man, he has been sure-handed this year. That would have been a really tough grab for him. But uh, he has uh, nothing to hang his head about either. The West Holmes Knights have extended their lead at 63-43 <laughs> in a game that's seemingly never going to end. 106 points. <laughs> Ontario. That's ridiculous. Ontario is going to win 31-22. Galleon. Galleon, yeah, they got a big win. Cooper Dreibelbiss, the senior, he's going to get a carry, and he makes it an angry run. He's going to get down <laughs> to the 36. Love it. First down minute, man. They'll Love mark him. Well, actually, they'll put him about – 37, 32 seconds to go. Minutemen going to huddle up. They may run another play yeah, here. Take a shot here. 
probably not. First down, Minutemen at the senior high 38. They did mark it at the 38. Two wide to the right, two to the left. They'll send Carter Newman in motion. They will give Cooper Dribelbus. He's going to run it off the right side. He's got some room. Out, out to the out, 30. <laughs> they won't call timeout. And that may be the game. And it is. The Minutemen put up a valiant effort. The score is not indicative of how this game went. Senior high going to win 30-13. to 13, And they will move on to the second round to play Rocky River here next week. So we'll keep it right here and wrap things up. Senior High will improve to 9-2 and two on the year. Lexington will end the season 5-6, and six, and they will shake hands down in the middle of the field. Well, we'll get you final stats and head straight into the BP Electric postgame show. And we will start with the Minutemen individually rushing the ball tonight. Markel Martin, 8 carries, 23 yards. Cooper Dribelbus got in there at the end. With two carries, 16 yards. Joey Caudell did most of the running tonight. He had 21 carries for 12 yards after he took some losses there. Mason Green ended the night, three carries for four yards. Passing tonight, Joey Caudell, 10 for 26, 153 yards. Three interceptions all there in the uh, second half. Markel Martin did have one halfback pass. It was incomplete. Receiving tonight. It was Braden Fogle leading the way with four receptions, 46 yards. Carter Newman, two carries, 56 yards. Avery Crawford, two catches, nine yards. Markel Martin, one catch for uh, 40 yards. And Carter Wilson, one catch for four yards. Uh, Will Perkins tonight, two for two on field goals, one for one on extra points. Cooper Dreibelbus had a sack. Braden Fogle had a sack. Aiden Nickel. And Joey Caudell each had sacks as well. One interception tonight for Avery Crawford. For the Tigers, rushing 12 carries for 64 yards and a touchdown for Jameer Petty. 11 carries, 46 yards, one touchdown for Duke Reese. Seven carries, seven yards and a touchdown for Zion Brown. And one carry for three yards for Amar Davis. Duke Reese only went five for 18 tonight for 133 yards and a touchdown, one interception. Amar Davis, two catches, 45 yards, one touchdown. Nate Dismuke, one catch, 38 yards. Jermaine Bradley, one catch, 35 yards. And Jameer Petty, one catch, 30 or one catch, 15 yards. Quentin Debolt tonight, um, he was four for four on extra points, but 0 for two on field goals. The TY Tigers racked up only four sacks, although it felt like a whole lot more. <laughs> Mo Bradley with two sacks. Nye Petty with one sack, and Lala Owens and Symeer Phillips each with a half sack. Two interceptions tonight for Jaden Gross, one for Jayontae O'Brien. So there's your stats. Uh, we'll get you a few scores here from around North Central Ohio. West Holmes scores again. They lead Brian 70-43. to 43. <laughs> Just end the game, West Holmes. Take a knee. I mean, it's been the fourth quarter for two hours. Uh, Tiffin Columbian beats Ashland tonight 49-21. And Ursuline smokes New Philly 42-7. And the, the Moak teams tonight, River Valley is going to go down to Van Wert 48-22. Galleon beats up on Firelands 36-6. Ontario squeaks out a win over Lutheran West 31-22. Eastwood beats Marion Pleasant 
14 to nothing. Shelby beats up on Cleveland Central Catholic 40 to nothing. And Highland beats Liberty Benton to come from behind win for the Fighting wow. Scots 21 to 17. Let's go. In overtime, Winford leads Tenora 31 to 28. Carey beats Crestview 29 to 6. And Colonel Crawford beats Seneca East 24 to 16. A lot of local teams moving on, man. That's great. Uh, Mapleton does lose to Columbia 56-14. Springfield beats Monroeville 35-21. St. Paul beats up on Toronto 56-20. And Black River beats Western Reserve 24-6. In the KMAC, it was Northmore coming from behind in the second half to actually beat up on Colgrove 44-22. In the end, Danville a big win. They're the one seed. They win at 51-7 over McDonald. No surprise there. East Knox with a come from behind win. 35-17 to Martins Ferry. Man, K-Mac looking good other than Fredericktown. They got <laughs> smoked by Archibald 37-6 tonight. Just a couple other scores. Harrison Central beats Triway 40-10. Lucas beats Hillsdale in the revenge game 28-14. And Trimble beats Elgin. That game was tight at six at half. Yeah. And Trimble that. wins 37-6. Man. 31 to nothing run. Uh, back here at Senior High, it was a final of 30-13. to 13. Senior High wins. They'll move on to the next round and take on Rocky River next week here at Senior yep. High. Uh, I want to thank, first of all, I want to thank our sponsors this year for being so good to us. Uh, BP Electric, as always. Jen Poth, hopefully you're still listening tonight, Jen. I did get your text earlier. Thank you for being such a great supporter of just, just everything. Jen Poth and BP Electric are great supporters of not only Lexington, but just a lot of causes around the area um, that I don't even think a lot of people know about. That's the cool thing about Jen and the people at BP Electric is they don't always put their name behind everything. They do good to do good. Uh, but certainly when it comes to Minuteman Athletics, they love to put their name on that, and we thank them for that. Um, and, and just great people. If you have any electrician needs, building a house, starting a business that, uh, you know, you're building a new building and need all of that taken care of, please reach out to BP Electric. They will take great care of you, and I know they'll, uh, they will guarantee their work. Um, to infinity and beyond. So want to thank them. Uh, I want to thank Firefighter Bingo, the Firefighter Museum out here on 4th Street. Thank you to them for supporting us for the second straight year. And, uh, hey, if you ever want to go try to win some money at Bingo, <laughs> hey, you know what? My mother-in-law occasionally has Bingo Day at her house. There you go. I got to say, man, Bingo's all luck, but I must have some type of skill because Please. I never lose. Yeah. You should go. Maybe I should add out the firefighter bingo one of these nights. Life support team is always thanking or uh, supporting us since day one. I want to thank them for that. I mean, they started supporting us when we didn't have anybody. We hadn't even called a game yet, and they jumped on board. Um, so thank you to them. And State Farm, a first-time sponsor this year. Gary Fagan right here in Mansfield has ties to Lexington and Mansfield. It made sense for him to jump on board with us, and we appreciate his support. If you have insurance needs here in the uh, Mansfield area, definitely go to Gary Fagan. He'll take good care of you. So thank you to all of our sponsors there. Thank you to Joshua Kennedy, Coldwell Banker Realtors. I know the housing market's just kind of weird right now, but if you're buying or selling a house, he'll, uh, he'll hook you up. He'll take care of you. I mean, I know that guy has driven around for hours and hours and hours for people to try to sell or buy a house for them. He'll do whatever he can to make it happen. Reach out to him. All of the information for all of our sponsors is on our website uh, on vsbnradio.com. So please support those people. If you enjoy what we do at all, 
if you have a relative on the team and you've liked any of the videos we've taken this year, um, if you've listened this year at any point, it's all made possible by those sponsors. Please support them. I want to thank my wife, who has uh, – it was a pretty easy season for her, but these last couple of weeks have been rough. The rain last week, and tonight it was kind of warm but windy, but uh, she has to go down there and brave the elements. She did a great job all year, Kayla Durbin, down on the sideline. And you can check out her hard work on social media on VSBN, at VSBN Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And thank you to my broadcast partners this year, Nick Lazier, who did a lot of the home games with me. Derek Lazier did all six road games this year. Glad to have him along, and you'll be hearing his voice during basketball season. He did a great job last year uh, doing basketball and great job this year doing football. And Ryan Mercurio making his debut last week, so glad to have him along. You might hear from him a couple times in the future as well. Any last words, Derek, before we sign off till basketball season? No, thank you for the opportunity to, to call games with you. It's always a good time. And yep, it's been a good one. Yeah, and we'll do basketball season. But, again, future's bright in Lexington. They Absolutely. need to keep their heads up. So I want to say the first basketball game is December 6th. And coming we fast. should be there for it. Yeah, and I, I want to say, don't quote me on this, I want to say it's at Clear Fork. So we will be there as uh, – Hopefully Jessica Brokaw down there will graciously host us, as she always does. We hope to have you along for basketball season this year. Should be a good one. We can't wait for it. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, thank you for being along with us all season. It has been a great season for the Minutemen. They finished the regular season 500. Unfortunately, with this playoff loss, they do dip below that barely. They finish 5-6 and six on the year, but a great season nonetheless. A lot of fans, too. I have not seen this. Mm-hmm. At Lexington since I've been here, there are a ton of fans waiting down there to hug and applaud this team as they get off the field here in just a minute. That is really cool to see. Special team. And uh, the Senior High Tigers improved to 9-2. and two. They'll be back here next week to take on Rocky River. But, again, thank you to all of you listening at home. We'll talk to you during basketball season. One final time tonight, a final here at Arlen Field. It was 30-13 to 13 Senior High winners. But the Minutemen will be back better than ever next year. You can bank on that. Until basketball, we hope you have a good uh, little off season here and a good Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you in a few weeks.